Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. versus reality and i'm anna and morgan's with me as always hey something dumb (laughs) (laughs) and uh with us today are celine and jared from the took tales podcast what's up hey welcome (laughs) guys we are very glad to have you today we're so happy to be here yeah thank you for the invite this is great You're welcome. We love having people to riff with. Yes. <laughs> so do we. <laughs> okay. So today's episode is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus Ed Gein. Bum, bum, yeah. bum. So <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre is infamous. You know, it's one of those movies that was legitimately in the 70s when it first came out banned in the UK oh. and Australia. Oh, wow. Yeah, I it was too. Why. Yeah, too. <laughs> so it was, uh, you know, considered a video nasty. Oh, that was the clear. That was the like classification of um, stuff that was banned in the UK. It was called a video nasty. Really? Really? Wow. Yeah. Like that was the actual title? Yeah, they're called Video Nasties. Oh, I'm, gonna, <laughs> like, I'm so going to use that from now on. <laughs> like yeah. Cannibal Holocaust. That's a video nasty. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah nasty. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, the Brits thought that our uh, particular style of filmmaking, and, and the Italians too, uh, was just a little bit um, too much. <laughs> a little too dark. <laughs> a little too over the top. A little too much blood. A little, uh, <laughs> little nasty. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We were too nasty for the UK. But... <laughs> Aren't we always? Yeah, we are. We are. Uh, wonderful. Okay, so when it starts, the film starts out, and it's it's now kind of an archetypal setup, but you know, for the time, that wasn't the case. So it is kind of one of those films that set up tropes like the final girl, 
um, you know, the teenagers that are just ruthlessly killed and you kind of just don't care that much about them. This is kind of the mold for that. Oh. Yeah. So I, I have a I have a bit of a confession too. I've honestly I've actually never seen the movie up until yesterday. <laughs> Me either. Really? Yeah. I have neither. And I totally see the the video nasty part now. <laughs> yeah, we had to skip a few parts. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> that's gruesome. Did I know. You slap the the meat hook one. Um, no, we had right off the bat. We had to skip the uh, the cattle farm. Oh yeah, um... we're also vegan. I don't know if. Yeah, <laughs> so we were like <laughs> triggered. <laughs> you guys are the ones who picked this. I, know. <laughs> I didn't know there was a part with like I mean human humans, humans can get fine. chopped up and whatever. So but as soon as it's a cow, <laughs> don't even get me started. Oh my gosh, so I have questions now. So <laughs> not about your veganism or anything, but um, so you just picked this completely randomly then? Yeah, I was trying to. Well, I looked at your Instagram, mm-hmm. um, and for some reason I skipped over that. Um, what was it? The first one I asked, I was like, oh, we could do this one. What I was- think it was Wolf Creek that you asked about. Yeah, because I think I like Googled like creepy movies that are also related to true crime. And then that was one of the ones that came up. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I've ever seen that. So like I could watch that and then we could have a discussion on it. But then I, I totally missed it on your Instagram. You guys already did it. So I was like, damn it. <laughs> so yeah, that was, I was uh, like, our Halloween episode. <laughs> Yeah. So then I was like, okay, how about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Because I haven't seen that in a long time. And I don't think I've seen the old one, actually. I saw the new one. So that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I find it interesting. And I don't know if Morgan, if you've noticed this or not, but of our guests that we've had on, Mm -hmm. our guests that are not American have picked american films oh oh that's interesting and then our guests that are foreign have picked i mean our guests that are american have picked foreign films except for keith who picked yeah, keith oh keith keeps the oddball out oh, oh wow are there any like canadian slasher films yes one of the first yeah. slasher films is canadian it's black christmas Oh, I've never seen that. Oh wow. my god. I've homework that you it. have. Yes. <laughs> hey, do you guys remember going to like Blockbuster or like movie stores and stuff? Yes. Okay. I remember as a kid, that's when my obsession with scary stuff started. I would go to the scary section. And I always saw the cover of Black Christmas and that person with like a bag over their head. And it like traumatized me. But I was like, I want to watch it one day. And I just never have. <laughs> oh, it's so fantastic. Um, like how you even remember the the cover of it. Yeah. Yeah. I can be honest. I remember a lot of the covers of horror films from um, like Blockbuster and stuff as a kid because I would always immediately gravitate to the horror section and my yeah. parents would be like, you're not old enough to rent that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, my parents were like renting it. They're like, oh, yeah, you want to watch um what, what was it like the Chinese version of the grudge and the ring and stuff they're like yeah let's watch that I'm like okay <laughs> yeah 
my mom oh. would like read me Stephen King novels on the beach or like if we're on a oh. car road trip. <laughs> wow. that is she read so Desperation awesome. on the way to Iowa and I was so scared. <laughs> let's uh let's back up to Anna's very very young childhood where my parents worked opposite shifts. Yeah. So my dad worked the night shift and my mom worked the day shift and I was not of age to go to school yet. And they did not put me in preschool or daycare. I was just kind of there with an unconscious parent at some point. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, my mom will kill me if she listens to this. But it's, fine. <laughs> it's true. Hey, um, no damn well it's true. Anyway, Hi, love you. Miss, <laughs> <laughs> look, it's only until I was like five or six, you know. Oh, yeah. And then I started going to kindergarten and it was fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> and my parents also got divorced that same year, so oh. that setup was not the same. It's fine. No. They should not have stayed together. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Insert childhood traumas. <laughs> yes. But the point of that was because um, even when I was with my grandmother, who was very uh, involved in my life at that point, um, they didn't, I don't know, I would say they didn't watch super closely to what was happening because, I mean, I saw lots of Tales from the Crypt at that age and I saw Classic. Child's Play for the first time when I was like three. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I was terrified of dolls for a long time after that. Wow. For wow. obvious I don't, reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, my mom with the uh, Karen Black trilogy. Oh my god, eye. Trilogy of Terror. Yes, we little, had that. Um, tape. The little African <laughs> voodoo doll thing. Yeah, we called it the Yaya Man, but it's definitely <laughs> not the Yaya Man. But we, we'd always be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he would like bite her legs, <laughs> throw them in the no. oven. And oh man, what? it made me so scared. What is this? Trilogy the of Trilogy horror? of Terror. Yeah, the Trilogy of Terror. And Karen Black was like a. Uh, what is it? She's a slasher a big star in the seventies. Slasher queen. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, so this this was like a made-for-TV horror movie anthology that came out in like nineteen seventy-five. Oh my gosh, I feel like I saw this. Damn, you might you have. I saw it in a hotel room in like the middle of the afternoon as a kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I totally remember that creature. What the hell? Yeah, that that definitely gave me nightmares because my parents had found this like wooden sculpture uh, under this house. It was like um, it was a slave carving from like an old slave house that had fallen down. Oh wow! Um, And it was like uh, little farmers sitting on like a stump um, husking corn, and they've dated it back to the 1800s. But my parents wow. put it up in the living room, and I swore that they would come to life and kill me like the Yaya Man. Holy oh crap. Oh, my gosh. That <laughs> is so creepy. When I had friends over, I'd hide them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. It's apparently <laughs> a wooden fetish doll crafted in the form of a misshapen aboriginal warrior. Yeah, and it's his soul is trapped in it. Oh wow! The warrior. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Zuni hunter warrior is trapped inside. Yeah. Wow. And when you take the was it a bracelet or something off of it? She took something off of it and it came to life. Um, hmm, I don't remember what she took off of it. I definitely recommend this movie. It's ridiculous, but it's great. The little yeah. first person <laughs> view with the tiny knife. 
<laughs> yeah, and what's crazy is during the filming of this, um, they didn't think of like a really good way to put that doll together. So it was actually really tormenting and terrible to film for Karen Black. The doll broke a lot and oh, no. like she actually got injured several times. Oh, oh wow. Oh, the that's... doll? <laughs> so it was real. No, not by the doll, Morgan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you guys think that's crazy, that's nothing because uh, some of the stuff that happened in Texas Chainsaw behind the scenes is real, real fucked. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. I'm excited. I'm scared. <laughs> I too. It's not like scary fucked. It's not like, you know, like the mysteries or it's not like the curses behind Poltergeist or The Exorcist. It's oh. not like that. It's just it's just fucked up. Just fucked up working circumstances. Oh, wow. Oh, shoot. Kind of like The Exorcist. Yeah, kind of. I was, I was trying to send you guys a picture because you were talking about that Yaya yeah, yeah, Man. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a carving that I found on a tree. And I think it's like an indigenous carving. And it kind of looks like that thing. And I was trying to send it to you guys, but I can't get it to work. Oh, so I kind of just like blocked <laughs> 10 <laughs> seconds out. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I'm ready. I'm good. It's all good. It's all good. And are you there? <laughs> I am here. Yes, it's all good. I was just waiting like for everyone people. to settle summer down. <laughs> Sorry, we're so excited. <laughs> Tell us more about the OSHA issues. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Occupational health. <laughs> I don't think OSHA's technically who would be um, over them. I thought oh. that was just like restaurants. No, OSHA's over any occupation. This any? occupation safety and health. Uh, You're right. What am I talking social- about? I definitely had to do the OSHA thing when I worked at PetSmart. Yeah, and it's like if you climb a ladder, you need someone behind you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so many boring retail and restaurant jobs. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't miss those days. Nope. So what happened with the, the people in Texas? Yeah. Okay, so... Was it in Texas? Sorry. Yes, it was actually filmed in Texas. Nice. Um, Toby Hooper... Toby Hooper, (laughs) the director of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, was a film student at um, University of Texas at Austin. Ooh. So when you're a broke um, student trying to make a movie, um, you definitely film where you're at. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Make it a little easier. A lot easier than uh, trying to peddle it all over Hollywood with your last, like, 500 bucks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, directed by Toby Hooper, and written and co-produced by Hooper and Kim Hinkle. It stars Marilyn Burns, Paul A. Partan, Edwin Neal, Jim Cito, and Gunnar Hansen. Who respectively portray Sally Hardesty, Franklin Hardesty, the hitchhiker, the proprietor, and Leatherface. Whoa. Which is obviously the most famous character in the film. Yeah. Everyone knows Leatherface, and probably secondly would be Sally, because, you know, she's the final girl. (laughs) (laughs) So, some backstory here. 
uh, Marilyn Burns was kind of just an up and coming actress at the time, you know. Um, and one of the investors who uh, helped Toby Hooper get the film off the ground was kind of smitten with her and almost, you know, like signed on to this just because he wanted to impress her. Oh. So the movie, what? the film, yeah. So the film. <laughs> Did they bang? My- I do not know if they banged. I'm not sure if they banged or not. I hope they did. I, you know, I don't know. He sounded know kind either. of sleazy. I, I mean, he's w- just throwing his money around just to impress her. Yeah, true. Aww. Hopefully she just got some cool, like, stuff out of it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> like well, when role. you hear what she endures <laughs> over the course of this film, Aww. you may think. Oh no! no. <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> well, it's not it's really just... him. It's kind of a lot of things. Whoa! I'm yeah. so curious, Anna. Me too. <laughs> you're you're like leading me on a little string right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, am I like the laser pointer in your account? Yes, because I didn't read it. You said you got the whole movie covered, so I didn't do any research on it. So I'm I'm all ears. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to be quoting, um, from the book shock value by Jason Zinneman, um, quite a bit mm-hmm. because, uh, he's just kind of, well, he's, I wouldn't say he's the authority on the Texas chainsaw massacre by any means. Um, there's a book that I also will mention in a minute, um, that's entirely on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This book, however, is on really the auteurs of horror of the 70s and how um, they changed the face of horror. Oh. Yeah, so it's a really good book. Um, highly recommend it. That's Shock Value by Jason Zinneman. But so, <laughs> um, the Texas the Texas Chainsaw Massacre looked like someone stole a camera and started killing people, says Wes Craven who saw it in a grimy Times Square theater. It had a wild, feral energy that I had never seen before, with none of the cultural band-aids that soften things. It wasn't nice, not at all. I was scared shitless. That's from Wes Craven, who directed Nightmare Before... um, I mean, uh... (laughs) Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. (laughs) No, not that. (laughs) Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> oh. Um, the Hills Have Eyes. No way. No. Last House on the Left. Whoa. This movie scared that guy. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah. I gotta say my personal opinion on this movie, though, guys. Yeah. Um, I was, I've never been scared by this film at all. Not, not even a little bit. It's not um, scary. It's unsettling. It's unsettling yeah, it's a little bit, but honestly, the first time I watched it, I was kind of a little bored because I was already, by that age, like 15, desensitized. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I know that's the, fucked up, but it's true. Like, the creepiest <laughs> part to me is when they pick up the hitchhiker and just instantly realize he's insane and there's not a good way to kick him out, like, immediately. Oh, oh yeah. Like, I thought... That, that part, part was kind of dumb. Yeah, like, I just feel like it could be real. 
like you just pick up someone and they're kind of cool. But I mean, he wasn't the whole time. Like even when he was running, like it was crazy. But thinking like you get someone in your car and then they slowly start to like yeah. unravel. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is so, so true. Yeah. So let's get up to that point of the film now. Um, so you see this van of teenagers and they're going to visit a grave of, uh, I think their great grandfather. He also has a house, the big dilapidated house that they want to end up looking at later. Um, and that's why they're out here. So it's Sally, her brother, Franklin, who's wheelchair bound. Um, and then their, I think Sally's boyfriend and then a couple, uh, of their friends that are also with them. Um, so they're, uh, you know, <clears throat> shit. So they're, you know, driving to their, or whatever, driving to the grave. And uh, at some point, they're kind of low on gas and they stop at a little gas station. But the gas station, lo and behold, is waiting for its get- latest, like, gas shipment. So there's no gas for them to get yet. Um, they mentioned to. The dot. They mentioned to the guy that, uh, you know, hey, we think we might just go check out this house or whatever. And he's like, no, you know what? You should just stay and eat some of this barbecue and uh, not go there. Don't go there. He doesn't specifically say this, but I mean, that's totally the vibe he's giving off. For the love (laughs) of God, don't go there. Yeah. But the teenagers are oblivious, like, no, we're going to go there, and we're just going to take the barbecue to go. <laughs> that yeah. that barbecue is definitely not normal barbecue. Yeah, it's human. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't that just, yeah. like, inferred, I guess? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. inferred. It's never specifically said, but you kind of assume that um, the family... Um, the cannibal family to keep themselves going mm-hmm. has started selling human parts instead of um, cows because they got laid off from the uh, local. What do you call those? Slaughterhouse. <laughs> Slaughterhouse. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like William Shatner over here, just <laughs> talking. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so the whole family used to work at the slaughterhouse, and uh, you learn that when you're in the van with the guy. So oh, yeah. they're down the street on the way to this place, and they pick up the hitchhiker, enter the hitchhiker, and we're back to where Morgan brought us. So the hitchhiker is a part of this family, but we don't know that yet. At this point, he's just this weird hitchhiker that they picked up who pulls out a crazy-looking, like fox skin wallet or some shit and uh starts rifling through photos and he starts showing him uh franklin photos of cattle that he's killed when he was at the slaughterhouse like and back then if you're taking pictures of something like even with a polaroid that's very deliberate because it doesn't really Mm -hmm. cost anything to do that now you know what i mean yeah so, yeah, so he's got creepy fucking photos, and it's given everyone a real, like, vibe. Like, oh, God, this guy's in our car. But not yep. that's not the worst thing yet. The worst thing is when he takes Franklin's knife that 
Franklin's been cleaning his gross fingernails with. Yeah. <laughs> so disgusting. Yeah. And um, he just like starts dropping the middle of his palm up with the knife. Like just kind of stabbing himself a little bit. Blood, blood brothers. <laughs> yeah. Blood brothers. <laughs> so fucking gross. You could do that um, with your tampon. Yeah. <laughs> blood sisters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope that oh that kid had a tetanus shot because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I definitely got the case of tetanus. So then, uh, the hitchhiker stabs Franklin. Well, kind of shanks him across the arm a little bit with the knife, and that it's finally at this point that they pull over and throw the hitchhiker out. No, they didn't even pull over at that point. Yeah, no? that it part wasn't was until stupid. he like. He like set detonated a bomb. <laughs> no, no, I know what happened. I'm sorry. He, I f- forgot a whole little part. No, so he okay. tries to sell. He takes a picture of Franklin, and he tries to sell the picture of Franklin back to Franklin for two dollars. Like, and Franklin's like, no, I don't want to buy a Polaroid of myself because a, it's not a good picture, and b, I didn't even ask you to fucking do that. So no. And then. The dude's demeanor changes completely, and he's not very joking anymore. And then he lights the Polaroid on fire, and the film has uh, an explosive effect. Yeah, he, like, crumbles some sort of, like, I don't know, like, gunpowder or something on it. Yeah, maybe so. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, like, pulls some, like, pocket lint and it explodes. <laughs> Yeah, so that happens, and it's uh, now time to throw bro out <laughs> yeah. of the van. That was just, the last straw. Not the stabbing, yeah. not the not cut the my stabbing. own hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? That, that was the last straw. Well, also, he he was like, hey, we, do you mind just, like, dropping me off at my house? It's really not far. And they're kind of like, uh, yeah, well, you know, you could just walk then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to say that he tried to sell him that picture. He said $2. I just did the inflation rate calculation. And it would be six dollars and five cents today. Oh, that's a really expensive, <laughs> shitty Polaroid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Highway <laughs> robbery. Yeah, literally. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, so, why would they pick them up anyway? Like this person in the 70s, was covered it, in blood. Well, no, okay, he wasn't covered in blood. He had a, a Portman. Um, yeah, a port, port wine scene. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God. I feel bad now. I thought oh, he was covered was in blood. blood. I thought no. it was oh, blood. No. Face. Oh. Because he was standing around. He was like outside of the slaughterhouse, and then he was covered in blood. And they're like, "Oh, do you work there or something?" And he's like, "No, I don't or something." Well, he used to. He used he's to. Still oh, just, yeah. He's still just creeping around. Because he's taking oh. fucking pictures of <laughs> strangers, dead, dead scared cow strangers. <laughs> cool guy. Very yeah, cool guy. <laughs> it's like a good way to spend a Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> now, let's go back to uh, some background history before we pick up in the film. Okay. What many might describe as a reckless and raw assault of the senses was also, however, a rather nuanced picture for horror of the dysfunctional family and a disappearing class of people. 
Not the victims from the van. They were not terribly interesting. But the killers, the killers who live in the house they stumbled upon looking for gas, are the real heart of this movie. They're cannibals. They're maniacs. But they're also victims of themselves and just situations. They're laid off from their job at the slaughterhouse because the air gun replaced the sledgehammer. And they were sledgehammer guys because, of course, they were sledgehammer guys. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah. And so, you know, they're casualties of technology. And they are country folk left behind in a modern world. So this bizarre family kind of loses touch with reality and begins killing people because you've just been, they're desensitized. They've been killing animals for so long that, yeah. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't look that deep into something like that, but, you know, it's there. Mm -hmm. Um, Although Toby Hooper, at the time when this was released, said a whole lot of stuff. To make his film sound more fancy and educated. And, I mean, that's just not what he intended. <laughs> he just wanted to sound cooler later on. And that's fine, too. <laughs> fine, Toby. Rest in peace. He died Toby. in 2017. Oh. <gasps> A lot of our great auteurs are dead. Um, what? We lost Wes Craven several years ago. Um Toby Hooper's dead. We lost um, Romero not too long ago. George Romero, who did uh, Night of the Living Dead. Oh. And, um, yeah, the, we're kind of down to John Carpenter of the old era. He's wow. like the last one living. <laughs> but there's a whole... I see that. Hmm? How old is John Carpenter? Yeah. I don't know. He's probably close to 80. He's got another movie in him still. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, he's still... Um, I actually reviewed this really odd short film for work not that long ago. Well, actually, it was maybe like four years ago. Um, that he did the music for. Just a weird oh. one-off independent short film that was maybe like five minutes called The Puppet Man. And he did the music for it. Oh, that's kind of oh. cool. Yeah, so you just never really know what Carpenter's up to. <laughs> <laughs> he also performs... The uh, music for his films live sometimes. Oh. Yeah, because he does the scores for a lot of his films. Carpenter's a cool dude. Whoa. So he did all the audio for Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. um, This is a different uh, director. He did... um, Carpenter did They Live and Halloween. Oh. Okay. That killer Halloween score. Yeah, I can't do it. But yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Classic. That's that's John Carpenter. Oh, I feel like I'm schooling you guys in horror movies right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything. Like I, I suck at names. I don't know directors. I don't know <laughs> nothing. Oh, and I'm and I'm a movie nerd, and specifically a horror movie nerd. So this is fun. It is kind yeah. of like teaching a class right now. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm learning things. That's why I'm like kind of confused. You're like throwing these names. I'm like, don't know who that is. But I, I okay. just live in a world where I talk to so many people who are in like the film and entertainment industry who know what I'm talking about. But sometimes I forget that not everyone does. No. <laughs> Wait, what do you do? Uh, I'm a freelance writer. A freelance oh, nice. writer. Yes. So oh. I've like, you know, interviewed randos 
uh, for the films that they're in and uh, stuff like that. I do a lot of reviews. Oh, yeah, wow. that's pretty sweet. That's why you're so knowledgeable. That and I'm just a huge nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a nerd. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah. Okay. So back to the movie. They arrive at uh, the house. Now, two of them decide to go uh, hanky panky, kind of down by the the swimming hole. That's <laughs> it's implied that that's what they're going to do because you know whatever. Yeah. They go down to the swimming hole, and um, I think one of the other guys goes looking for gas. Is that what happens? Hold on. Um, yeah, they go to the watering hole, and it's not there anymore. And then they're like, hey, right. I see a farm in the distance. Maybe and they it's, have gas. Right. And that, <laughs> I was trying to think of their names, which one it was. I think it's Pam and um, Jerry. No, it's Pam and Kirk. Oh, yeah. Pam and yeah. Kirk that sounds right. That are the canoodlers. Yeah. <laughs> canoodlers. <laughs> I like that word. I do too. <laughs> yeah, so they go to a nearby house. Uh, Kirk's looking for gas. He enters the unlocked door, and Pam waits outside. And Leatherface, a large, menacing, mute man. Played by Gunnar Hansen, uh, wearing a mask made from human skin, suddenly appears and kills Kirk with a hammer instantly. And he doesn't quite die immediately. He starts oh, seizing, like, and, and that's yeah. really an effective and kind of crazy scene. Yeah. It's so realistic. Uh, yeah. Well, part of Part of why it's kind of hyper-realistic is um, a lot of violence is semi-real in the film. Let me explain. Oh, uh, no. Let me explain. Um, so, I mean, he does, it's not like a stage hit. He does really hit him. He doesn't hurt him, you know, but he does yeah. really hit him. Oh, wow. Yeah, just like um, scenes at the dinner table where they're kind of abusive and they hit Sally and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they really hit her. In fact, you could hear to- Toby Hooper from the sidelines going, hit her harder. Oh, my really? God. Oh, wow. Not even joking. Holy <laughs> crap. Oh, my gosh. In fact, the scene at the dinner table where he cuts her finger to give <sighs> um, blood to Grandpa. Yeah. He really cut her finger because. Oh, what? Yeah, he really cut her finger. So, no. L- little backstory there. Um, there was a problem with the tube of fake blood, and it's like a hundred and ten degrees inside this closed-off house, and oh. everyone's wearing the same clothes that they've been wearing for days and days on end on the shoot to keep continuity. Yeah. And there's rotting, like, cow bones around for, um, you know, the ambiance of the film. So it's dark. It stinks. Everyone's tired because this was a 26-hour shoot. Ooh. Damn. And everyone's fucking delirious at this point. So because... straight? Not straight, but 
they there were like breaks in between, but they were working around the clock. Oh my wow. gosh. Wow. And so he literally kind of lost it for a minute and even admits for a moment there in that moment, I kind of became Leatherface and I just lost it because the blood thing wouldn't work and I really cut her. Holy oh crap. my gosh. So her look yourself. of what the fuck is very real. Oh <laughs> no. Yeah. And then they actually put it in that guy's mouth. Yes. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought that the grandpa was like dead. I did too. Yeah. He does look dead, but let me explain why he looks so dead. He's really oh, played no. by an 18-year-old in heavy makeup. <laughs> oh, Serious. 18-year-old. No old guys in Texas. They're like, I'm not going to play a grandpa. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like they just worked with who they could get and just, you know, decided that this prosthetic makeup would be better on him. I don't know. But wow. it was really like hard. It, it creepier. It was really hard to film um, like that for him because after a couple of hours, it, it would start melting. to melt. Oh yeah, oh. it was very. Uh, it had a very short shelf life, and it was very hot in there. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. So that sucks. Anyway, so um, a minute or two after um, Kirk dies, uh, you know, Pam kind of wanders in and is like, "Hey, Kirk." <laughs> in there? Where'd you go? You must be in this room full of bones. Yeah. <laughs> into one of the rooms. It's full of bones. She trips and falls, and she just looks horrified at everything. <clears throat> and I gotta say, she looks the most horrified at the part that I weirdly was the most horrified about. Oh. And that's the chicken in the birdcage. I thought that was so ridiculous. Wait, why was the chicken in a cage scary? It's not scary. It's like, oh man, that bird, that is not enough room for a full-size chicken. That's the size of a cage for like a sparrow. What the fuck? That's so inhumane to the chicken. Uh, Those were my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> the vegans laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that normal? No, I'm kidding. No. I'm I hope that chicken yeah. got paid well. I hope yeah. it got all the bird feed. Yeah, all the seeds for life. <laughs> and it just had yeah. like a life of running in fields. I hope so. <laughs> I, hope I, I do have to, to say, though, that, uh, yeah. I do have to say that scene though with all the bones, I felt like that dragged on so long. It does drag on a minute. Oh, yeah. where she's looking at her? it. Was it the part yeah. she's looking at everything? It's like yeah. they showed every single bone in the room. Yeah, <laughs> they so did. They panned all around. They yeah. wanted you to see just how freaky it was in there. I know. Which, yeah, you fun. know, some of the furniture and stuff you see in there is the nod to Gein. You know, there's lampshades and stuff made out of skin yes. that you see. There's bones everywhere. And, I mean, that's how he decorated his house, which Morgan yeah. will tell you way more about. Uh, I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, Leatherface finds Pam. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, he picks her up and, you know, she tries to run out. He gets her, drags her, and impales her on a meat hook. Ouch. Now, this scene is particularly infamous and it's so well done. Let me explain. And you're like, you guys have all watched this recently. Yeah. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I watched but it a lot like of people, last week, I think. You know, who no. saw it years ago, the way they always remember it, everyone remembers it as a pretty gory scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not actually that gory at all. You don't see any blood. Yeah. Yeah. Just the on way the wall they film behind it, her. They, they film it so well that it puts the image in your mind. He he goes to hang her on the hook, but you don't see the impact of the hook through her body. Yeah. Then she's hanging there, and you it pans down to the bucket, and you think, oh, I'm going to be, you know, you think that it puts in your mind that the bucket's going to be filled up with blood, but you never see any blood dripping there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's such a perfectly wow. done scene. Yeah. So effective. Hmm. I, I took several cinematography classes in college, and I, I'm just admiring it right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's actually really cool. awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. a great scene. Fantastic scene. So, uh, you know, Jerry has gone looking for them to tell them that, hey, we're going to go soon, so, you know, stop fooling around. He finds the same house, but doesn't find them. Um, walks inside and uh, well, that's the end of Jerry. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey guys, step in. I'll <laughs> 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 see your blanket out here. <laughs> yeah. Poor Jerry. Oh, we should dear. also talk about how Jerry was fucking with Franklin the whole time, like while they were swimming. So Franklin. Jerry and uh, Sally are just back at the old house with the barbecue and the van. And um, there, you notice that, like, after they had put the hitchhiker out, that he was running behind them and, like, slapping the van. So yeah. he, like, Smearing marked it blood. with blood. And this is, frankly, freaked Franklin out. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, like, guys, do you think he's going to, like, find us or something? You know, like he like he marked the van, you know, and then then they're like, no, you're being paranoid. And then he's like, oh, all right, you're, you know, you're right. How like how could he find us? He doesn't know our name. He doesn't, you know, know where we live. And Jerry's like, oh, and I gave him your name. I told him where you lived. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck off, Jerry. Classic Jerry. <laughs> <Fuck> off, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. It's not funny. <laughs> it's a really scary situation, and you guys are not taking it seriously enough. I'm with Franklin on this, no matter how annoying he is. <laughs> oh. So it's getting dark, and they're still kind of waiting on everyone else. They don't know their friends are dead. <laughs> so they're just, they set out to go find them. Um, they near the neighboring house and call out, and Leatherface lunges from the darkness. And immediately impales Franklin with the chainsaw. I and saw that coming. Franklin. Yeah. Of course. He's the easy <laughs> target. He's in a wheelchair. It's not like he's yeah. fun. Yeah, he couldn't do anything. Just sit there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, he had his little little knife. Or no, he didn't have the knife. He had the flashlight, and he was still holding it. I, I know. know. <laughs> you do feel bad for him because, like, he probably didn't even want to go on this fucking trip. He just got dragged by there by his sister. <laughs> yeah, because he was feeling. just worried for her. Yeah. So now yeah. it's just Sally. She runs towards the neighboring house, not knowing that it's Weatherface's house, <laughs> and finds desiccated remains of an elderly couple upstairs. Uh, she escapes from Weatherface. Never run upstairs. Tree. I'm sorry. You don't. I know, right? <laughs> so I'm so mad. What what are you going to get out of going further into the place that you're trapped in? Yeah. I know. <laughs> Again, horror tropes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and then to escape him, she jumps out of the second floor window and flees to the gas station. Uh, the proprietor of the gas station, um, you know, he tries to calm her down. And then he ties her up, gags her, and forces her into the truck. That's right. He's in on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He drives yeah. to the house, arriving at the same time as the hitchhiker that you now know is Leatherface's brother. Oh. <clears throat> so, he recognizes Sally and then taunts her. And um, the men uh, bound and gag Sally, while Leatherface... Uh, is, who's now cross-dressed into a woman. He's put on a more feminine uh, human face mask. And oh, he's yeah. put makeup yeah. on it. That's and what I was going to say. I noticed that he changed. Yeah, and then he but puts on like, a nice dress. And he puts on a little like apron because he's in housewife mode now. Oh my oh, gosh. No. That's so crazy. <laughs> I like well, the makeup. Huh? I liked his makeup. His makeup reminded me of Mimi from the Drew Carey show. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> right? 100%. Totally did. <laughs> yeah. So he comes to, you know, bring food out. And at this point, you kind of like get a little bit of, um, maybe a tiny bit of empathy for Leatherface. Because you see how he's bullied by his family. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Get back in the kitchen. Yeah, they're, you know, they treat him like a big dumb idiot. And, you know, he probably does have developmental issues, but maybe you would too if you were raised on human meat. Yeah. Okay, he was not raised on human meat. He definitely worked at the slaughterhouse. But they've Uh, all been eating human (laughs) meat for a while, and that can't have any good effects on you. I don't know if this is going to be controversial, but I thought that they were like... Inbred. I wouldn't say that's controversial, <laughs> but there's nothing to say that there are. There's no mention of it. As far as we know, they're a normal family. They're just backwoods. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just that like stereotype of like the deep south and like hey. how they're all a little. <laughs> hey. hey. That's Alabama. That's so wrong. That's Alabama. We're from Not Mississippi, Mississippi ma'am. <laughs> Remember who you're talking to. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck all. <laughs> I'm up in Canada. We live in our igloos. <laughs> we don't know yeah. nothing. <laughs> Morgan and I, uh, we should preface that we, well, Morgan 
actually comes from a much smaller town than I do. We both lived in the greater metropolis of the capital. Uh, I did. You kind of did. You can stretch Canton and Flora out there. We lived (laughs) in the city of lights, baby. Lights? Yeah, the city of lights. Canton. Oh! Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, have a really lovely Christmas, um, like, lights and an animatronic museum and, like, a horse-drawn carriage around the square that they do every year. Yeah, and if if you've ever seen A Time to Kill or My Dog Skip or Oh Brother Where Art Thou or When We Were Thieves, yeah, that's, yeah. That's That's... where we film all our movies. Yeah, all the movies. That's why they call it the Little City of Lights. <laughs> Aw, that's did they, so cute. Did they film Get On Up in Jackson, or was that filmed in Canton too? Uh no, that was that was Jackson. Okay, I had some film. I had some friends that were extras in that. Me too. Whoa. Hey, mm-hmm. that's cool. Hey, Morgan was like a um, a maid on that show Turn on AMC, weren't you? Oh yeah, I was the scullery maid. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. You can see me in the background. Yeah. Making my candles and cleaning silver. <laughs> that is so cool. I love that. I freeze framed that and, and and paused it and like took pictures and sent it to people. Like that's my friend. <laughs> yeah, they show my face one time, which is great. I had like that's a awesome. full face shot for like five seconds. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so exciting. Yeah. Good old Mo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the weird All jobs right. I've done. <laughs> Yes, we've. <laughs> I hey, I still do weird. extra work. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it's hard, but it's it's fun. It's so fun. It's like the only job that you get paid to hang out and eat. Yeah, no. <laughs> I never I got paid it. for any of my acting because I Aww. did. Lo- I well, I did a lot of stage work as a kid, doing like community plays and stuff. Oh yeah. Well, oh. I guess that Sherwin Williams. No, I didn't get paid for that. I tried out for it. I didn't get the part, or they can't. They didn't make it. Oh! I tried out for a Sherwin Williams commercial. I'm not sure if they just didn't make it, or if I just didn't get it. I was like seven. Oh! Uh, I got to walk the the dogs for my dog Skip. There were two of them, and one was. I remember the one of them was named Zelda. I didn't get paid for it, but I thought it was the best job in the world to walk the dogs. <laughs> I did plays with uh, the little black boy who's like mowing the lawn. Oh, Do you know what I'm about? Oh, on the movie? Yeah. In my dog Skip. Oh, yeah. I we were friends. We did, we name. worked together. Wow. Wow, you guys are so cool. <laughs> You're like celebrities. I no. No. <laughs> we all. just happen to know some people. Like I've like I'm not gonna name drop a bunch, but I have friends that live in California that know like super famous people. Oh damn. Yeah. yeah. The like only reason so why cool. I got on the set of My Dog Skip is they filmed parts of it on uh in the cotton gin where my dad took his cotton to be like Turned into cloth and stuff. Whoa. That yeah, is there, so cool. I love that your dad went to a cotton gin. Hell yeah, he did. He's a farmer. He still does. It's not. The one that they filmed it in is now like a, a place for people to get married in. But um, Oh my god, I think I went to a wedding at that. Yeah, the one in Flora. Yeah. I yeah, so. where they filmed parts of My Dog Skip. 
Okay, we are like way off topic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry. I don't know really how cool. we got from um, we we have Most tangents. It's part of the podcast, really. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Sally's tied up now. We're at the dinner table scene. Um, I already told you guys about uh the lovely uh blood that was very real and uh the fact that grandpa's actually an 18 year old under heavy prosthetics and makeup <laughs> yeah Belty that's impressive yeah <laughs> i know like honestly for a while like i know he moves and stuff but i didn't even think that was a real person in there because it looks so dead <laughs> yeah. yeah that's wild until it starts sucking the finger Oh my god, I know. Like oh, that's how hands start going. It's oh. like, Ugh. Nasty. The actor who played joked later on, like, I guess I'm lucky that she didn't have like, you know, some horrible blood borne disease. Oh, oh shit, yeah. I sucked her blood, then. that's cool. <laughs> she just has HIV, it's okay. Yeah, well, they didn't even know that was a thing yet. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. AIDS has not been discovered in 1975. Yeah, I don't think it I was. I didn't know that. Discovered. Yeah, it was discovered in the 80s, right? Yeah, it was the 80s because oh. they, they did name it the, um, oh, man. I was like, it was really derogatory about gay men. I don't oh, remember yeah. the exact name. It's like sexually yeah. transmitted virus from homosexual. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Um, Wow. But I don't they think tried to blame it on HIV that. was actually really in humans at that point, right? Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was not or not at that time. So. Hep C was, though. And a lot oh, of people okay. yes. had Hep C. Yes. Hmm. Wow. The more you know. <laughs> the more Thanks. you know. I just pictured, you know, like what you used to see on like the end of was it NBC that did that? The little mm-hmm. shooting star with the rainbow mm-hmm. behind it. Oh, that was when that shooting yes. rainbow. No, uh, it was like a little segment that they would like tell you something like, "It's really hurtful when you say derogatory things to your friends." <laughs> the more oh. you know. <laughs> they weren't that random. That was just. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun tidbit uh, this movie is in the Museum of Modern Art what yep that is so cool hold on this is yeah the the movie yeah the whole movie I mean it's not like all on display but like the film roll or whatever is on display and they talk about it oh that's pretty like, cool it's wow like, yeah, it's like one of the, you know, That's things cool. that you can be like, hey, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Art. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is so cool. So, as I've said before, Toby Hooper, I wouldn't say he's an asshole, but kind of. Mm. He sounds like an asshole. I mean, kind of, because. I thought I, it was kind of romantic. He tried to swoon the, the actress, but now I just think it's fucking like creepy. Yeah. Well, yeah, see, that's real. the thing that's really creepy for Marilyn no, is because the investor was trying to swoon her, and so was the director, kind of. Oh God, poor woman. <laughs> wow. So, like, they really, they really wanted to impress her, and they really liked her, and they really wanted to make sure that she was in the film, um, just because you know she's like the archetypal uh, picture of 
Caucasian beauty, you know, big boobs, yeah. blonde hair, blue eyes. Yes. Yeah. And that's really why he part of why he wanted her of mm. the, the look. She was curvy, you know, those things. Mhm. Mhm. Um But yeah, so let's get back to uh at some point she manages to uh break free and runs out of the house because you know she's it's a it's like dawn at this point she's been terrorized at the dinner table all fucking night they also try to get grandpa to kill her but he's oh too, yeah but he's too <laughs> yeah. weak to even <laughs> hit her yeah that was things. a weird scene very weird yeah. scene. did so was that hammer real because i noticed there was a couple parts where um they were like swinging the hammer in it in the grandfather's hand or whatever. But then the hammer would just like fall and just hit her in the back of the head. Yeah. Like, did that really happen? I probably, I don't know how real the hammer was though. Do you know what I mean? Like clearly it's a real object. Yeah. I guess if they're cutting her finger open, then. (laughs) Well, I mean, that was not like the direction from the director. That was just in that moment. He literally Mm. lost. Oh, true. Like this won't come out. I'm just going to cut her. (laughs) Like, mm. oh, shit. did the do you th- did the guy that the eighteen year old know that he actually cut her when he when the finger went in his mouth? No, or was it after he He's found like, oh, out? Real. Well, he probably found out the second the irony penny taste right. In his mouth. <laughs> oh, oh god! I had to take a wild guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, the worst but, flavor. But if he like didn't know. <laughs> right then then maybe he had never had artificial blood in his mouth before and didn't know that it would have tasted like caro syrup because it is mm. mostly caro syrup that was oh, another okay. problem because all the blood and that everyone was covered in was syrup and food coloring there were oh. flies fucking everywhere oh god but that added to it it did but like there were, there were real flies that are also bugging the shit out of them oh <laughs> And real be so sticky too. Oh, that's so gross. Everyone was really uncomfortable throughout wow. all of the filming of this, pretty much, especially wow. the last scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. So here's the thing. <laughs> they didn't get the proper shot for that last scene where she's in the back of the van. Or I mean oh, back of the, the truck. truck. Yeah. They didn't slapping um, really hard. Yeah, she thought that the wrap had been done. Um, like, after the wrap, they were like, come back to set. You've got to do this one last scene or whatever. She had yeah. to do another take on that. And because she, after all that, she had to return to this. Yeah. That's why she looks so insane. Because she's literally psycho- feeling psychotic at that point. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, it's just driven her fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean, she's fine. blood on her. <laughs> yeah, like, she was fine. But in that moment, she was delirious. Like, ugh. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, you know, like I just said, I alluded to, you know, she escapes. There's this whole scene where she runs out into the street. Leatherface is full on running, like must have been in the best shape of his life. <laughs> I was gonna say he must be in great shape if he's running with this like super chainsaw. heavy chainsaw <laughs> in a in a uh, suit, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in Texas heat. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. <clears throat> he runs after, her and um, 
she gets in front of a truck, the truck stops, and then she's being chased still by Leatherface, and he's kind of like, uh, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, she gets in the back of that other truck when it comes up and drives off, laughing deliriously, and Leatherface, and really a very, like, artsy, almost poetic scene. You see him just kind of do like a pirouette with the chainsaw and like oh, I love sunset. that. I love that scene too. I really want to put it on repeat and put like um I don't know, Depeche Mode in the background or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some beat. Yeah. <laughs> Which Depeche Mode song? Uh I don't know. What do you think would go good with that? I don't know. My own personal Jesus. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Come on, I think it'd be good. I right think there. so, probably. Um, I was thinking, I don't know, enjoy the silence? No, that wouldn't be good. Hmm. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. okay. <laughs> I will like download this one little clip and just play music over it and see which one fits. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) And then Andrew will probably leave me because he thinks I've finally lost my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right, Mo. Time to go to break. Uh, Break. On break. (laughs) <laughs> and then after a break, uh, Morgan will uh, talk about a game. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. All right. So, Anna concluded about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, but the story of Edward Theodore Gein uh, is way different than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There were no chainsaws, and it didn't take place in Texas. It yes. did, however. Uh, huh. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, it was inspired by Ed Gein, not based on Ed Gein. Yes. Important yeah. distinction. Yes, true. And it, it inspired so much of horror culture and pop culture. Uh, Psycho, Silence of the Lambs. Norman Bates, yeah, like Leatherface, Norman Bates, Buffalo Bill, and then Maniac, Three on a Meat Hook, and the book Deranged, which I wanted to read Deranged, but I am so busy with two jobs that I did not have time to read it. (laughs) But I do suggest that you do read um, that book. Uh, What was it? Uh, and there's a book, uh, Deviant, the shocking By true Harold story. Yeah. Schechter. Yes. So I wanted to read that. Sorry, that the other one was a movie. Uh, Deviant is the book I wanted to read. Um, and yeah. So some of this information came from excerpts from that book, um, as well as last podcast on the left, um, Wikipedia, Necrofiles. Uh, I have a lot of freaking sources, um, <laughs> tons of sources on Never this. Never enough. Because, yeah, because, I mean, this is the most, like, widely known, oh, well, not most widely known, I guess, um, but 
definitely he's an most incredibly wide- famous killer. Yes, yeah. and he yeah. did become famous like right after he was caught. Um, so mm-hmm. a lot of people have a lot to say about Ed Gein. Um, mm-hmm. So Edward Theodore Gein was born August twenty seventh, nineteen o six. He was born as the second child to George Gein and Augusta Wilhelmine. Uh, George was the dad was a belligerent alcoholic and he wasted his family savings on booze and he also regularly beat the children after a bender and it's been reported that he would repeatedly repeatedly hit Ed in the head as a child Uh and we all know too well that correlation (laughs) of head injuries oh yeah Um, yes so we won't get into that but um the wife augusta actually like hated her husband she was a devout christian woman with strict morals and didn't approve of his drinking she was a fucking puritan um whoa she she didn't (laughs) sex was purely for uh procreation yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say she was more evil than Gein, but she definitely was up there. <laughs> I mean, she didn't murder anybody that we know of, but she did yeah. repeatedly tell her sons that sex is evil, they shouldn't touch their penises, don't hang yeah, that out. That sounds with like anyone. my uh oh my school experience. <laughs> <laughs> did you go to I Catholic went to private school? Catholic schools? Ah! Like, <laughs> that is what made me hate religion, man. <laughs> I am hate so it. sorry. Oh, the nuns. <laughs> I actually, my high school, um, it was created in 1869. There was like tunnels in the school for like bomb shelters. Holy shit. And it was an all girls private high school run by nuns. And it what? used to be a boarding school and it's actually haunted. It's haunted. And that's where I went. <laughs> I think everything besides the haunted part was terrifying. But I believe <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy. It looks like a castle. That's it does. Nice. It's quite the sinister. It's still open? Yeah. yeah. I just graduated from there. And wow. they still, uh, they're still open. Wow. Well, not just graduated, like in 2013. Feels like I just graduated, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Aw, you're a baby still. I am? Yeah. 25? Morgan and I are, well, I just turned 32. (laughs) I turned 32 on Thanksgiving. Aw, happy birthday. Thanks. Happy birthday. Thank you. Well, Jared's 27. Okay. Oh man. I'm the opposite of a cougar. What is that? (laughs) Normal? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, she was his mom was just such a bitch um she like just did not want them to have any friends uh any real life experiences so she read them um old testament like the scriptures from the old testament all the time and of revelations which is wicked if you've ever read revelations it's like just yes um it's like a metal album um <laughs> I mean if you listen to any Slayer, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely Slayer metal. was like heavily influenced by Catholics. Yeah, really? so she, she yeah. Was... That well really I think not... I think the lead singer is Catholic. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. Didn't, didn't know that. Wow, my I mean, like, loved- I don't think he's like a practicing Catholic, but I'm pretty sure, you know, he's Catholic. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the, the mom, she was over the top in all of her righteous bullshit. And she didn't raise them to be much more than her servants. And to just speak the gospel like she uh, she makes me so mad i know um, and, yeah and i don't know if you know amanda palmer uh she was in the um oh my god she was in a band with the the mimes oh dresden dolls yeah she was in the dresden oh. dolls so oh. she has she's an album Gaiman. yeah she's so i love her people hate on her but i fucking love amanda palmer she's um cool. She oh. has a song called the ukulele anthem, and I just wanted to quote her in this part. It says, "If they had, if she's talking about um, how uh, Lizzie Borden was raised by Puritans, and she says, if only they had given her an instrument, those Puritans had lost the plot completely. See what's happened when you muzzle a person's creativity, and it's so true." If you stifle mm-hmm. sexuality, friendships, art, music, mm-hmm. any kind of fun, then you're going to have a bad time. Yes. Um, I feel like this has mm-hmm. been repeated a few times with overbearing uh, mothers. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, the husband, um, George, he would work odd jobs, but he could never really hold one down because of his alcoholism. And Augusta was increasingly angry about being in a city with loose morals, which they weren't really in a city. They were in somewhere in Wisconsin. Um, So the family moved to an isolated 155-acre farm in the town of Plainfield, Wisconsin, which will uh, be the place where the House of Horrors is the same house. Um, And in this isolation, Augusta had her sons all to herself, so she could instill her moral purity. Um, there, Augusta started a grocery business, and she was she became the sole provider of the family, and she was also the sole caregiver because she did not like her husband and did not want her husband mm-hmm. raising her ch- kids because he was just mm-hmm. a drunk. Um, and with her twisted view of absolutism and the harsh upbringing, upbringing, Ed like worshipped her. And he saw her as pure and perfect. And, I mean, so much so that he probably wanted to be her, as we find out later. Um, Oh, shit. Yeah. It brought a whole new meaning to inappropriate relationship. Yes. Wow. Yeah, she, she really ruled his world, his thoughts, his actions, everything. And, um really made him into the monster he was um he was a real mom's boy yeah he was a mommy's boy um (laughs) and in 1940 he became more of a mama's boy because gain's father george died of heart failure uh related to alcoholism at the age of 66 and after this the brothers started to take odd handyman jobs around the town and ed also baby sat handfuls of neighbors kids and they think it's most likely due to his social retardation 
like caused by years with his mother and inability to form and nurture relationships again caused mm-hmm. by his mother mm-hmm. um cuz he had no friends he was an outcast at school people called him shy ed um he also had a growth on his left eyelid which made him look like he had a lazy eye if you can see in some of the pictures his left eyes like halfway open it's yeah, because wow. of that growth um so he was picked on at school and anytime he ever tried to make a friend his mom would like talk him out of it or read scriptures to him and say he's being um subservient or something like going against her wishes wow Um, so bizarre it's kind of sad um yeah and i'm not saying that his crimes weren't bad, but <laughs> at no, all. No, no, no. You no. feel sorry for him. He's a product so- of his Yes. Home. You feel sorry for the monster. Because at this point, he's just a boy. He hasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did ejaculate at the age of 10 when watching his mom and dad slaughter a cow, which that was Ooh, that's, that's alarming. A, I'm that's so sorry. I should have. I should have. No, said that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> So awesome. <laughs> so after um he died or um they sorry back to he was um babysitting children um a lot of the neighbors kids like he always babysat so which is very strange um kids loved as, it actually yeah he was like a child um because I mean. Before all the weird shit he did, he was kind of innocent. There's not much about him being creepy during his childhood other than ejaculating. <laughs> <What'd> that <laughs> that <laughs> one <small> time. <laughs> um, some of the kids, but you know, he was already picked on. Part of it was they did think he was a little creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody always thought he was creepy. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
happy, but they didn't think he could do any of the things he does later. Oh, um, no. Like, they very much underestimated him as a human. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, and more than a few times when he was, like, you know, suspected in something. Yeah, like, Holy shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so Henry, uh, Gein's brother, um, he had words to say about their mother. Um, so he often spoke out against his mother and especially in front of Ed would, he was kind of weirded out that Ed was so obsessed with his mom. He's like, she's not a good person. Like, why are you so mm. obsessed with her? Why are you so obsessed with me? Um, <laughs> they start dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Ed didn't like that, um, that he spoke out against their mother mm-hmm. and bad mouthed her. So May 16th, 1944, a brush fire nearly broke out, uh, got out of control, and both the brothers went to stop it from taking over their property. And according to Ed, they both went their separate ways to fight the fire. And then later when he got home, his brother didn't come back, so he called the police. The police became really suspicious when Ed said he didn't know where his brother was, yet he led them straight to his body. And oh. according to the... Yeah, it's like, I don't know where he is, but here he is. If that's not a giveaway. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's so strange that they didn't stop him right now. Um, but I guess small town, everybody thinks, oh, Ed's just a little weird. They even um, questioned it. They were like, yeah. it's kind of weird that you took us straight to the body. Yeah, yeah. Even- the medical examiner and the police all were really suspicious because Henry wasn't even touched by fire. He had no burns on him. His clothes were normal, and he had uh, bruising on his head. Mm-hmm. But they knew Ed and didn't think he was capable of murder. And, wow. And they were fucking wrong. wrong. They were They're way wrong. They're wrong. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, officially, he's never been charged with his brother's murder. No, because really? medical examiner no. late um, determined it as asphyxiation. I think from like smoke inhalation. Oh, I think with so. a big bruise on his head. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Which makes a lot of sense because <laughs> you just get severe bruising field. on your head before you asphyxiate. <laughs> yeah. You know, he he fell down the stairs, the stairs or something. Who knows. <laughs> <laughs> so, not long after Ed's brother died, uh, their mother suffered a stroke that led her mostly to be bedridden. Um, and Ed was at her side all day, every day, answering on any call, uh, doing everything for her. And then still, she just berated him and bitched and moaned about people in the town like she was a real busybody and she probably yeah. still read him like old testament stories and called him a heathen or some shit oh god oh. <laughs> yeah he <laughs> so um he he was actually happy to like take care of his mom because he had her all to himself finally but oh. unfortunately ed didn't have his mom to himself for very long Shortly oh. after her second stroke, she suffered another stroke, and she dropped dead. Um, oh, no. And as Harold Schechter? Harold Schechter. Schechter. 
checked her uh, <laughs> from the, the book I was talking about, Deviant. Um, he said he had lost his only friend and one true love, and he was absolutely alone in the world. Oh, wow. Oh, poor Ed. Um, <laughs> dark. Nobody understood me but Mama. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, this is when he goes into like his teenage angst period, if he was allowed that. Because um, after he, she was dead and buried, he became more withdrawn. Um, he, then he got into all the creepy um, books and everything. He also left her room in mint condition and then boarded up her bedroom and several rooms and just left them alone, like boarded them up, like wouldn't go in there. Oh and it my was, gosh. Yeah. And it was the ones she frequently used. So out of this huge wow. farmhouse, I can't remember how many rooms were in the farmhouse, but he only left the kitchen and a small room off to the side of the kitchen where he slept open. So everywhere wow. else was boarded up. Um, oh, wow. He never packed up anything and just left it like it was and boarded up. And this is when he sunk deeper into his mania or whatever you want to call it. Um, some people say he was schizophrenic. Others, pe Other people say, no, he was just like a psychopath and just liked order. Um, mm -hmm. And that's why he did so well later in like mental institutions. Um, wow. So I don't know. They diagnose him as schizophrenia, but a lot of the stuff he does, I'm like, that's not really schizophrenia. I mean, laughing <laughs> at like people dying, like one of his neighbors was caught in like a combine or something and was mangled from it, and he laughed oh. a lot. Like that's oh, no. Like instead of being sad or showing sympathy, he just kept laughing and thinking it was hilarious. Oh my um, gosh. Which is like a sign, like you react completely opposite of what you should like yeah. react to yeah so he's sinking deeper and deeper into his dark brooding period uh probably finding himself and i think everybody would have benefited from him not finding himself yeah um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he probably would make skin suits um but anyway oh. just a guess yeah <laughs> oh it's just like probably a jump not. cut to what happens <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he became more obsessed with uh like the Grey's Anatomy book. Um and he liked wow. to look at the chapters about the female re reproductive system. Of course. Uh, skull, the brain, inner workings like that. And then he also became obsessed with the experience uh the experiments of the Nazis. Um Of course. Yeah, namely Ilsa Koch, aka the bitch of Buchen Buchenwald or Buchenwald. Oh. Buchenwald. Buchenwald. Um, so he had a lot of magazines and articles and everything about what she did. She was the one who liked to do experiments on the concentration camps. Um, she would like take prisoners and the ones with tattoos and cut yeah, the oh tattoos. Yeah, the tattoos, right? Yeah, there's oh, a that's right. there's a story that she made a lamp out of um, skin with tattoos, but that's never been found. But oh. a lot of people, that's what she had in her office. Um, but he was obsessed with her, 
and magazines about cannibal um, societies. And oh my just, gosh. Yeah, he had piles of Pulp Fiction magazines and all these weird um, articles about cannibals. So, Whoa. and the kids that he babysat claimed that they saw a shrunken head in his room and Ed just laughed it off and everyone thought the, the boy was making it up because Ed had yeah. all these tales from the pulp magazines and cannibals and stuff. Um, but that like more and more people got suspicious after more children started saying the same thing that Ed took them into his bedroom and showed them a shrunken head, but nobody came suspicious. Every wow. like, <laughs> I mean, and wow. even people and children were missing in this area, but they just didn't pay Ed any attention. Wow. Um, and around this time he became more and more obsessed with the female human body which uh, he died of virgin is what they say but you never know um yeah so i mean years, huh? does your virginity count if you lost it to a corpse oh i think so, so i'm thinking if he lost his virginity he probably lost it to a corpse yeah, yeah. Oh. most likely oh, I mean, that's so nasty uh, he he claims later, um, when questioned by police, mm-hmm. he said they smelled too bad and he would have never had sex with a corpse. But yet he made oh. outfits and furniture. Yeah. So. And he didn't clean much scent. either. I'm sure his house stunk. Oh, his oh. house was disgusting. I'll get into that later. But um, I just think he didn't want to admit that he did necrophilia because his mother would not have approved. Oh, oh, no. And neither not. would God, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I really think he did have sex with these corpses. Like, um, I think too. You. He oh. had a weird fascination with um, with the vagina and oh, wow. vulvas. Yeah, she boxed full. Yeah. That's wild. So, um, two years after his mom died is when he started the hobby of grave walking during full moons and then oh <laughs> rebel oh my god <laughs> and then this this walking graveyards led to him digging up corpses and oh. it wasn't to dig up the corpses to rob them of their possessions but to rob them of the actual corpse or pieces of them um nine corpses and parts of corpses were later found in his farmhouse of horrors oh I'll, I'll go through that list now <laughs> anna's really excited Woo! <laughs> Woo! so she he had um i'm taking this from wikipedia uh a fuck ton of other sources that i've already named um but the list um, wikipedia and i added to it so, whole human bones and fragments, teeth, um, a waste basket made of human skin. Ugh. He had several chairs reupholstered with human skin. Oh. He's very crafty. I bet it's wow. mom. Chairs? <laughs> yes. He had, like, chairs reupholstered in ah, skin. Jesus. That he, like, sewed it on there. Um, wow, that's so gross. He's just Ikea. super crafty like that. <laughs> he works for Ikea. <laughs> that was so crude. Sorry. 
So not a sponsor. He, <laughs> no, not a sponsor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also had skulls lining his bedpost. I like to think that oh. it's like a four-post bed with skulls on the top. That's kind of badass, though. Yeah, it's pretty gruesome. Just a <laughs> yeah. Halloween decoration. Yeah. Um, he also had a bunch of female skulls. I don't know how many. Um, some with the top sewn off, and then some fancifully crafted into soup bowls. And oh. some still had goldfish and tomato soup in them. No. No way. What? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, that was that, that was mine. Me for a moment. <laughs> I was like, that sounds suspiciously like something Morgan would eat. And also, I didn't think that they had Pepperidge Farm back then. Yeah. Uh, I think they had, uh, yeah, 50, what is this, 54? Yeah. 54? I think they, maybe not. Maybe they're just cheese <laughs> I mean, they may have had Pepperidge Farm, but maybe they didn't have Goldfish specifically. Yeah, because Pepperidge Farm remembers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Pepperidge Farm remembers. (laughs) I like to think he had tomato soup and crackers out of the skulls, but I don't know. Maybe I know he did eat soup out of them. There were soup like parts found in it. But seems like more of a borscht guy to me. cabbage he kind of looks like it yeah <laughs> um he also had a, a corset made from a female torso skin from shoulders to waist Ooh. buffalo bill style oh. he had leggings made from human skin Ooh. i don't know if he ever wore them but i bet he looked great in them <laughs> so stylish <laughs> um he also had masks made from the skin of female heads. Um, he had his first murder victim, Mary Hogan's face mask in a paper bag and her skull in a box. Oh, and wow. he had his second murder victim, Bernice Warden, her entire head in a burlap sack and then uh, heart. So there's several ports of where the heart was um, mm. said that it was in a plastic bag in front of his potbelly stove. And mm. then I also saw that it was in a pot on the stove in a bowl on the kitchen table and on a plate in the dining room. Oh my, oh God. my gosh. So there's several different report reports where this heart was. So um, <sighs> I don't, which one is accurate but i wanted to include all the places this heart could have been um except in her chest because <laughs> he he's a bad bad fucker and he he just had parts <laughs> everywhere oh my he had God. nine vulva in a shoebox um what a female genitalia Ew. and two yeah, of he collected them, them. Yeah, he collected uh. them from dead corpses and, like, fresh corpses. Um, uh. And they said two were to be from juvenile females. Um, uh. Yeah, they, they think it's about 15, two 15-year-old girls, which uh. one 15-year-old girl was missing and never found. And he's been linked to her murder, but never confirmed. Uh. Um, he denied it until he died. But they also found a young girl's dress, too. So they're really yeah. thinking that it may have been her. Um, and then That's Anna's awesome. favorite, a belt made from female human nipples. 
The what? nipple belt. The nipple I've belt. belt. Yeah. That's Hannah's favorite article of clothing. I like mention it all the time. Going through a belt loop. Uh, Morgan can I have a quick aside so the uh, goldfish cracker was originally (laughs) invented by Oscar J. Cambly at Swiss biscuit manufacturer Cambly in 1958 oh no to celebrate his wife who was a Pisces Goldfish Aww. snacks were introduced to the United States in 1962 by Pepperidge Farm. Oh, that was a fun year for people in America. Wow. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I could never eat them. Really? I, I oh, wish I liked them. I think they're good, and they come in a lot of different flavors, too. Yeah, like a, I think it was the texture. The shape of the fish? Yeah, so they're not just cheese crackers. There's like oh. whole, there's like pretzel ones and pizza flavored ones, and then there's like graham cracker ones. Yeah, well, it was like ever since I was a kid. So like I didn't stop eating cheese until like just over a year ago, I guess. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I was vegetarian for ten years, but I went vegan last year. But no, like when I was a kid, eating um like those cheesy fishies. What are they called again? Goldfish. goldfish. Goldfish? Okay, yeah, goldfish. <laughs> I don't know why. I think my mom used to make these weird soups, and she would always put them in them. And one day, I ate it, and I was just like, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't. And ever since then, even, like, the candy-flavored ones, and, like, well, like not candy, but, like, they have crazy-flavored ones. Yeah. So, like, cookies and stuff. I can't eat them still. I want wow. goldfish. Mm. I don't know why. Well, the soup is, like... It's, it's deeply... <laughs> Related to a bad memory, yeah, yeah like yeah. a bad food memory, and yeah. it was around the time or something. It's yeah, like it when you puke after you drink a bunch of tequila, and then you don't want to drink tequila for a while. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh, my bachelorette! I cannot <laughs> drink tequila since then. Jared had to pull me off the pavement outside. Oh my god! <laughs> I got dropped off in my taxi. I don't remember even leaving the venue. Oh my god! And they then, left you in the taxi alone? No, one of my friends came with me. Okay, but good. I don't I don't even remember. All I all I heard was apparently I got out of the taxi, like right outside our house, and then I just like face planted onto the oh. onto the cement. And then Jared saw me in the window and was like, uh, okay, she needs help. <laughs> Scrape me off the pavement. <laughs> yeah. That was quite oh. the scene. Yeah, yeah, do I okay. have it? Me too. <laughs> but I'm really glad I have not had tequila since. <laughs> yeah, no. Don't go sniffing tequila. It'll probably make you sick. <laughs> so many hand sanitizers smell like tequila right now. It's oh, awful. I know. I know. Ugh. Every time I do it, I'm like, I'm going to get pulled over and the cop's going to think I'm drinking. Like, I just smell like liquor. Well, like you <laughs> like the smell it on your hands are on you. You just gotta be like, come on, man. You know it's COVID. Just smell just this. Just smell shit. my hands. Just smell my hands, man. On a lime. <laughs> Please, people. PSA: Do not drink the hand sanitizer. There's been a, a lot of people getting sick from that. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. They think they'll get drunk. 
Yeah. Do they yeah. actually? Yeah. They do? Yeah. Uh, you, no, you get real sick because it's different. It's like yeah. methyl alcohol. Mm-hmm. Or, it's like those people that drink um, like polish or... Uh, Mm, uh, I was gonna mouthwash. say Listerine. Yeah, mouthwash is the eth- oh, yeah. ethyl ma- alcohol, but then there's oh. some that's meth- methyl alcohol, which is not the same. Oh, yeah. yes, oh. silly people. Oh yeah, we have more human body parts to go through. Yes. Oh my god, this is not complete. Oh um, my goodness. Wow. What a guy. He also had four noses. I do not know where these noses were found. Um, oh. Just around, probably like decorating, like his cabinet handles or something. Oh. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> he also had a pair of woman's lips on a window shade drawstring. So when he like pulled his windows up, he would be holding her lips. Oh my god! Um, yeah. He also had a lampshade made from the skin of a human face. Um, mm-hmm fingernails from female fingers like with the root attached oh and, and gloves no. And skin no yeah. the fingernails really get me yeah, that that's... hurt oh uh, yeah uh. i don't some of these were most of these were from the corpses he raided from the cemeteries okay. he had like Four or five cemeteries that he went to over the the next five years after. So like seven years after his mom died, he had this whole list going. Wow. Um, I don't know if he actually took his mom from the grave. Do you know Anna? Um, I've heard I'm... he has, and I heard he hasn't. So I don't know which is true. I'm not sure to be honest, because I've done heard both as well, and I don't remember what the guys on last pod decided on <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know because i i've i didn't read that book um but i have looked at a lot of sources and some people say that her body was the first one that he took home but i don't see that in any other place i've read um yeah. so he may or may not have taken the corpse of his mom um but eventually, after this whole list of body parts and cool furniture that he was designing and being crafty, um, <laughs> he eventually moved on to living females. Um, mm. Only oh, two boy. that we know of, but there are suspected that there. It's suspected that there are others. Um, and like he said, like I said earlier, he said he wouldn't have sex with them because he smelled too bad. But mm-hmm. he did make the outfits and furniture out of them, so yeah, that's definitely you decide. A yeah, <laughs> and I was just thinking, like, I don't know if you've ever sewn, like, hand sewn, because he didn't have a sewing machine. You can tell by the um, the craftsmanship mm-hmm. of the pieces mm-hmm. if you look at pictures. So they were hand sewn, and yeah. I like to think he's he's holding it with his bare hands, and yeah, he pricks his finger a few times. And he probably puts his finger in his mouth. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I was, sorry, I just wanted to add that nasty bit in there. Cannibalism. <laughs> the gross factor. Um, so, so Bernie's... Hold on. Oh, no. I need to go back. Uh, his first victim was Mary Hogan. Um, and they think that he killed Mary Hogan because she looked a lot like his mom. 
like mm-hmm. a whole a lot like his mom. Yeah. Wow. wow. So, um, but she was like the opposite in character, right? Yes. Oh. So she ran a bar. Oh. Um, she ran a bar. She was a harsh woman who cussed a lot. Um, but she was also really nice to Ed every time he came in. Ed mm-hmm. wasn't an alcoholic, but he did like to have a few beers every now and then. Mm-hmm. So he would come in to Mary Hogan's bar um, and talk with her and then leave. And it, she would tell him dirty jokes um, and she would laugh really loud and curse and everything. So it was kind of like he had a crush on her in a way, but then also mm. it was everything his mom hated. So, uh, um, so the feelings were really mixed there. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so on December 8th, 1954, um, Hogan was alone closing out the bar and Ed was there. I don't, some of the details are really, um sketchy so there's not a lot to go by because he didn't even remember or supposedly didn't remember um so apparently he shot her in the head with a 32 revolver and then he took her home and did whatever um there's not much evidence other than her body parts that were found because he had made a face mask out of her and a, and her skull was still in a box at his house. Um, so he shot her and then that was in December 8th, 1954. And he would always joke saying, she's not missing. She's at my house. And everybody would be like, Oh, that's fucking weird. And Mm -hmm. he would, he would start laughing. Everybody's like, that's not funny. And she's at, she's at my farm right now. Um, mm-hmm. I got my pickup truck and took her home and then everybody would be a little suspicious, but mm-hmm. they thought he was just trying to brag about sleeping with her or something. Yeah. Um, so then he was still like the oddball out, but people were still talking with him and no one suspected him at this time. Um, and then his next victim, Bernice Warden also, looked like Augusta Gein, um, his mom. So she ran a a hardware store. So she was also a hardworking woman. Um, But she also had some sins in her past because she married a man after having a brief affair with him. So that could have been like the reason. I don't know. It's just speculated because... The women he killed are the women his mom would have despised. Oh. Um, yeah, and I think he wanted to be his mom. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So on November 16th, 1957, um, it was the opening day of hunting season. So a lot of the men in the town were gone. And she was by herself at the shop, which was usually, you know, running with people. Uh, She had people working with her, men, but they were all out hunting. And her son was a police officer and her other son was a firefighter and they were hunting as well. Um, She was in her shop and early that morning, Ed came by with an empty bottle because she was having a sale on antifreeze. So the details Mm -hmm. uh, laid out were that 
he wanted to get the antifreeze and then noticed a gun behind her in the um, gun cabinet and he wanted to look at it. It was a rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, so she got the rifle out, gave it to Ed, and when she wasn't looking, Ed loaded 22 bullets in it and shot her in the head what? and killed her. What? And he also stole the money. Oh, just the same as the, his previous victim, Mary Hogan. He stole the cash register there as well. Um, wow. So in this crime, he stole the cash register and her body. Um, but like the guys from the last podcast on the left, they were saying that it was kind of suspicious that so much blood was present. Like even though it was a skull shot directly to the head, mm-hmm. usually you don't bleed out. You bleed internally. And there was a lot of blood at the scene. So um, Ed was a deer hunter, as was everybody in the town. And it's known by deer hunters to slit the deer's throat to make sure. Sorry. Sorry, this is really detailed. Oh, no, that's okay. Um, That to make sure they're dead and to help the meat so it won't bleed internally. Um, Mm. Supposed to make the meat better. So they think he may have not field-dressed her there, but started to. So he Mm. probably slit her throat and then put uh, put her body in the back of his car because throughout the store is blood drag marks to the back of the store. And Uh. then uh, her car, her truck was missing, I think. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. Because he stole the truck <laughs> so and the cash fun. register. Yeah. So um, later that day, um, I think it was later that day. I didn't write down the day. Maybe a few days later? I don't know. Yeah. No. What? Hey, Anna, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to say it was maybe a couple of days. Yeah, so they noticed the truck was missing, um, and the one of the lead investigators was her son. Um, and they saw on the ticket, there was a receipt with Ed Gein's name on it that said he bought antifreeze very early in the morning. And that was the last receipt they had in the store for the day. So mm. when they went to her house, his house, um, they knocked on the door and got inside, and they located all this stuff just oh god wow walked into this room the front room was just full of bones and skulls and that's when they start being like what have we walked into the the first thing that hit them was the smell because yeah he didn't clean anything and filled with trash like to the point where they could barely get through. Um, and some people reportedly vomited when walking uh. into the house because it was just so strong. And it oh. was um, just... He also practically lived off of pork and beans. Yeah, so... It was- <laughs> oh, God. A ton of really <laughs> disgusting skulls full of baked beans. <laughs> Oh um, my gosh. And the face soup. of health. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so like they they were just so disgusted by all of it and one of the men who walked in to discover this was his last victim's son. Oh. 
So I don't know if he saw her body first, um, but she was strung up by her ankles. Oh, uh, her wrists were tied up too as well. So she was head down, headless, uh, split from the vagina to sternum. And her internal organs were all taken out and were in a bag near her body. Um, Head was Ed's trophy. Um, It was still on a burlap sack. And her heart Mm -hmm. was somewhere in the house, like I said earlier. So that's when they took Ed in. um, And he said he didn't do it. And he, like, denied everything. (laughs) Was it remember the raccoon it, in the back? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, so they didn't. Um, they took him in and um, interrogated him for hours, and then he finally started talking and said, "Yes, I killed her." Um, and then he started telling of where all the bodies came from. They thought mm-hmm. that he was murdering. He murdered all these people. But he said, no, I can tell you where all the graves were that I dug up. So they mm-hmm. went to, I think, eight of them. And they were, in fact, disturbed or completely missing. But then they find his first victim's face and oh. her skull. Mm-hmm. And that's when he was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about her, pretty much. But oh, he God. says he was in such a daze, he doesn't remember what happened. So the details I told earlier was what they just suspected that oh. happened. Was the bullet hole to the skull. Um, mm-hmm. So um, Ed pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. Um, in 1957, he was unfit for trial. And then he was sent to a psychiatric institution in Wisconsin. Um, wow. And then 10 years later, in 1968, um, they said Gein was fit to stand trial because his uh, mental illness of schizophrenia had been medicated and he was okay. Mm -hmm. And so um, they put him on trial and he was found guilty of killing Warden. And he was only tried for one murder. And that was her murder. And mm-hmm. he was also deemed insane at time of the crime. So he returned to a, another mental hospital where he um, served out the rest of his days. Wow. Um, so he only had two um, murder victims that were uh, definitely he did it. But yeah. there are four others, I think. Wow. There was a man... A man, two men who disappeared from a bar in Plainfield, and their truck was missing and never found. And then there was a 15-year-old girl who was kidnapped from a house she was babysitting at. Um, and then there was another 15-year-old girl who went missing while walking home from school. Um, That's so sad. Yeah, so four other victims have been tied to him, but they have not ever been solved. Um, oh, wow. So... Um, the first time when he was arrested, um, his farmhouse was put on auction for like really cheap. I think it was only like twelve thousand dollars in today's money or something. Holy wow! Um, it was like two hundred and fifty acres. 
uh, and a giant farmhouse. So all of that land and everything went to went on auction. But the day before the auction, the house mysteriously burnt down and burned Whoa. to the ground. But they also say that maybe firefighters were slow to go because the chief of um, the fire gang, what are they mm-hmm. called? Chief firefighter. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, captain of the firemen. <laughs> I don't, I don't know the proper. Chief. 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 Fire yeah. chief. Yeah. He's yeah. Chief. <laughs> so the um, fire chief was also a son of the last victim. Oh. Frank. So they think maybe he was like, whatever. And whenever they asked him, he said, eh, just as well. Yeah. So yeah. I would too. Let it burn, baby. <laughs> and like in like we were talking about earlier, like all the uh the pop culture references. I never knew this, but there's something called Geegers. Have you ever heard of this? Geeners. Ge- I thought Geeners? it was Geegers. Geeners. It's, it's Geeners. Sorry. Sorry, I misspelled it. <laughs> 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 my bad. Later on in my typing, it's Geeners. <laughs> so Geeners are like dark jokes. So oh. they're like they're like the dead baby jokes. Yeah, oh. they call them oh. Geeners. So it's like uh, all the the bad dead jokes, like dead baby jokes, all that. That's it's like a dark humor joke. Um, that people happily say. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're called Geeners, so that's a little, little fun fact nugget. Not Geiger, wow. not a Geiger just... counter. A it fun a fact Geener. and a not so fun story. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's he, wild. He did a lot of fucked up stuff. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people in plain clothes like you guys. Yeah. yeah. Would you would you like to hear a couple of Geeners? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. What did Ed Gein say to the cop who arrested him? Um I did it. Have a heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> have a heart that's so disturbing <laughs> yeah oh, especially God. now knowing everything that happened wow do you have another one i yeah. do why did people say that ed was a good person to go to if you wanted to advance your career why wow. he could really help you get ahead Oh. <laughs> oh my god I'm just like thinking back to everything Like no <laughs> Here's a good one Why yeah. did they have to keep the heat on in Ed Gein's house I don't know So the furniture wouldn't get goosebumps Oh, oh. That is a good one oh. That one was dark <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so those are gainers. <laughs> oh, those shit. are good, though. I, I mean, they're dark, but they're good. They're fun, right? I like yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. Good to bring out at a party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Morgan, did I tell my favorite dark joke on one episode? Uh, 
I don't think you did. I think we were talking about it. I don't think you ever did. I want to hear it. Oh, okay. I'll tell you guys. If not, you can tell it again. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. If I told you this already, audience, you're welcome. You're going to hear it again. Still laugh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, it's good. All right. So, um, a murderer and a child walk into the forest. They're walking around, and the child turns to the murderer and goes, Mr. I'm scared. And the murderer turns to the child and says, You're scared. I've got to find my way out of this forest alone. Oh! Oh, no! That's so scary for the kid. Yeah, Yeah, that's my favorite joke. Wow, I have a a really bad dead baby joke. I want to (laughs) know. What's the difference between a watermelon and a dead baby? They're both red and mushy. The watermelon isn't as messy when you eat it. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. (laughs) There's a gainer. There's a gainer. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's my goal, just to tell those jokes at parties once uh, the pandemic calms down. (laughs) I'm totally that person at the party. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Want to hear a joke about a dead baby? <laughs> Ever <laughs> away. It's, it, it's, it, I don't even warn people. It's more like you guys want to hear my favorite joke. Oh. And then I just tell them with the one I just told just you. That one? Oh. Yes. Warm about the yes. darkness of it. <laughs> wow. I can't tell that to kids. <laughs> yeah. Always like the, uh, what do you call a, a, a bear with no teeth? What do you what do you call him? A cuddly. A gummy bear. <laughs> oh, oh my god. That's, cute. <laughs> that's so cute. I love cute jokes like that. Oh, and dead baby so jokes. <laughs> that's a they big contrast there, Morgan. I yeah. was gonna say the dead baby <laughs> thing was really big a while ago. Like I don't know if you guys had new grounds, but I feel like that was on there. Uh, what's new grounds? <gasps> no one Is that knows part of Canadian culture? I, don't, I thought I, it was American. Yeah, it's just like one of those like mini game websites, and they had like random video clips and funny stuff and stupid stick figure and, like, fighting games, games. like oh. E-Bombs World and stuff. But it was like super dark, and they had like really violent games on there. Oh, I no. bet my boyfriend would know about this because he's very much like an internet person. Oh, oh yeah, he definitely then yeah. Yeah, like it was really. He's dark. one of those people that'll show, like, he'll show me a meme from like ten years ago or eleven or thirteen <laughs> years ago, some like little like you know, flash animation or some shit, and I'm like, yeah, I missed that when this came out. I guess <laughs> yeah. I don't know what yeah. I was doing on the internet, but it wasn't this. Like Homestar Runner or something like that. That's a good one. I don't know what that is. What? I don't know. That's what that a classic. Is. Teen Home- Girl Squad. Oh man. Does that kind of sounds familiar, but no, I don't think I've played this game. Oh, it's so. Oh, funny. I'm, I didn't like, know. I'm not un like I'm not internet illiterate. I've seen mm-hmm. things. For instance, <laughs> I remember in high school I've seeing two things. girls, one cup. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, um, that was. I've bad. seen things. I know these things. I just don't yeah. know every little crazy nook and corner. 
That was when yeah. I had, I saw that when I had a very weak stomach and I threw up on my friend's um, oh. computer desk. Oh. <laughs> I was at one of my guy friend's houses <laughs> and they gave me no warning. They were like, Anna, come here. And then I went over there and was like, I hate you. I yes. hate you every fiber of my being. He, yeah, he didn't yes. give me any warning either. And then I didn't give any warning of vomiting on his computer. Oh. Good for you. Good for, yeah, that. good for you. <laughs> I, was, I had to clean Were it up. Were you ever forced to watch live leak videos? Oh, I wasn't forced. I just watched them. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, like, traumatized. I Like, I was hanging out with these two though. guys. And they were like, oh, watch this. And they were laughing. And I, I remember I couldn't feel safe alone or like even in my room with the door locked for like almost a year because they showed me a video of like a landlord getting murdered by the tenants and they oh, filmed the whole God. thing oh, God. and you could hear him screaming and I was like, oh my God, oh, my parents oh. do that for a oh. living. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> that's, so that's too real. That's I know. I yeah. no, it was just like I don't know. The car wrecks always freak me out that were on there. Oh Ooh, yeah, like the traffic cams on there. <gasps> I had an ex that watched a lot of like traffic. It wasn't always traffic incidents, but it was from usually from like CCTV footage. Yeah, and oh. it would always be like this was all. This was always on like uh, Fortune, I think, that he was watching oh, it. Oh okay, and it was always like really fucked up like caught on camera murders from foreign countries yeah, yeah. Like, I, I remember watching that like watch I... people die on reddit oh. yeah he um morbid curiosity oh, oh my god die. sorry <laughs> that's so dark <laughs> yeah oh god yeah the internet's dark scary place kids yeah. <laughs> wild, um, but, but no high. i remember he made me watch this dude in like russia or something climb up a um electric like uh what do you call it mm. like a telephone pole or like a not a telephone line? pole like a one of those power line not the power line the thing that like the big yeah. metal things that hold them oh, up oh yeah tower power, oh, like a transformer like, thing yeah transformer oh. tower he climbed up one and got electrocuted and you see the whole thing Oh, oh god. And I, that's when I knew I was dating a psychopath. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you like slowly see a boner emerge. <laughs> oh. I thankfully I didn't notice that, but there were look, I'm not going to get into my personal life on this, but there were some <laughs> distinctly like, like other play, things wrong with him. Play dead oh in bed. God. I love it when you play dead in bed. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> You're just like, "Honey, did I do something?" <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> Red flags all around. So let's talk about let's talk about what we've consumed as far as television, movies, games, and food. Yeah, that portion of the podcast. Should we raise our hands <laughs> on the Skype call? What? You remember the raise raise your hand thing? Oh, yeah. Raise your hand. Who will talk first? Raise your hand. Oh. That, was, that was established in the modern day escape episode. Yeah, it's like a raise your hand button now. So you can. Oh. It. So whoever wants to go first, raise your hand. What? That is so and, tricky. There you go. She raised her hand. Okay. <laughs> hand raised. Okay. Um, so in the past, since we last had an episode, some things have happened. 
Um, I turned 32. Uh, I made a key lime pie for myself for my birthday because I live Mm. thousands of miles away from my family. And I have a feeling that my boyfriend shouldn't be trusted to bake. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Good call. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Look, he makes, he makes some mean eggs though. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh, he knows how to boil those noodles. (laughs) (laughs) that's literally jared (laughs) (laughs) the baking thing though oh yeah i I love him he can follow directions (laughs) i'm sure he could make a box cake but (laughs) (laughs) you know um anyway uh he got me for my birthday though he got me a let's see i think it's two pounds yeah he got me a two pound bag of just the bananas from runts Oh, banana! Uh, oh, wow. with the candy. Yeah, I'm Ooh. a really big fan of artificially flavored banana things, especially oh. especially banana runs. So oh. this was a great birthday present. He also oh, got me. <laughs> yeah, he also got me a bottle of chartreuse. Ooh. What's that? Ooh. Chartreuse is um a complex French liqueur that has like notes of anise and um licorice and uh, a lot of complex flavors that I can't even tell you all. It's it's herbally, it's blah, okay. herbally kind of like star anise and stuff. Yeah, anise, yeah, for sure. Um it tastes kind of like that kind of like sambuca but with more depth. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's great. And um, it was semi pricey because uh, it had to be imported from France. Holy Whoa. shit. They had one Girl, bottle at they had <laughs> one bottle at our local like liquor warehouse. Whoa. It's giant, you know, like this it's like uh the Sam's or the Costco of liquor in near our town. <laughs> oh wow. It's great, great. Your alcohol Wait. is so cheap, by the way. We spent so much money, though. Really? Oh, I doubt it. Like $400. Oh, oh shit. shit. Okay. <laughs> you stocked that we, bar, Anna. Look, we were stocking the bar, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, he got me that. There was one bottle on the shelf, so. Holy and shit. I, and I had been talking about it forever because it's mentioned in the movie Death Proof by Quentin Tarantino. Oh, I love that I movie. I love that movie. It's a great movie. You know the scene in the bar where they have to take chartreuse shots. Oh. They're taking chartreuse shots. Oh. Yes. I, ever since I first saw that movie, I'd always wanted a bottle of chartreuse. And I finally saw one. And I was like, Mark. And then he was like, all right. Happy birthday. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Damn. That's amazing. Yeah, I was pretty Aww. excited about it. Sweet. Yeah. Wow. Um, besides that, um uh like I pretty sure it was last week, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven came out. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I've I've been playing, playing a lot it. of Cyberpunk. Um I know it's got a lot of hate because there's a lot of bugs in the console versions. Um there's bugs in the PC versions too. Um my boyfriend's playing on PC, I'm playing on Xbox. Nice. But uh I gotta tell you, I'm still having a good time. There's some glitches, sure, and bugs, but whatever. I play Bethesda games, and that's what they're famous for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Keanu Reeves is in that game, right? He is. He... And Grimes. Yes. Grimes is also in it. That strange, strange lady. 
my queen. <laughs> she is super cool. <laughs> She's just really out there, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah and she just cool. had Elon Musk's baby. <laughs> that trips me yes. out. That part trips me out. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell if he's an evil villain or like not an evil yeah. villain. <laughs> I, I think he I think he's kind of an even an evil villain who doesn't realize he's an evil villain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he realizes it, th- this is the end of the world. <laughs> mm, yes. Oh god. He is a rich man with lots of technology. Yeah. And money. Yes. And, and a mom that was a hair. supermodel. Yeah. yeah. He, he has new hair. It's very nice. I heard. Yeah, I, I looked into that. He got, he got like, hair, hair like he got like implants. Yeah, yeah. he has hair implants. Mm. Wow. It looks I good. Mean, yeah, it does look. He's good. such a strange looking dude. I try not to look at Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, not creepy looking. I'm yeah, looking at right? him with Grimes. <laughs> it is creeping me out. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are an interesting couple. Yeah, apparently they bonded over um, a science joke on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, she she did take, like, she did, like, major in science at college or some shit. Yeah, she's super into that. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, she's, she's very interesting. <laughs> I, I, I can't listen to her. Her voice annoys me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, like, when she, not just when she sings, but also when she talks... Like, it's not her fault that she has a lisp, but I really yeah. don't want to hear it. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. Yeah. She's like my crush. And she's also from BC. So she's I also Canadian. read an article where she, like, was like, yeah, I know. People think my lisp is annoying. It's fine. Oh, she's from I know. Yeah. <laughs> Aw. She's so cute. I- I'm biased, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm. Um, let's see, uh, season three of Fallout 76 came out. Um, what that means, if you don't play the game or know that, it's not the kind of season that, like, Apex Legends or, like, Fortnite has. Mm. It's not the same type of game, really. Um, it is technically an MMO, but you can play it completely by yourself. Oh, I do. Like, I will only join a group if I absolutely have to to get like reward points. Like the way their seasons mm-hmm. are set up is they look like a game board. And oh, if you, okay. A- after you win so many points, you move one spot on the board. Mm. As you gain experience, you that's how by doing certain tasks, that's how you move on the board, and you get cool um, prizes on each spot, and they get cooler and cooler the further you go. What oh, wow. game is this? Fallout 76. Oh. I did not know that. Huh. Yeah. You know what that is? Yeah, I yeah. have it. I haven't played it since... Uh, I think I played it for, like, the first... I played it... I don't know. It's probably, like, two hours I played it when it first came out. And I fell through the f- ground. <laughs> <laughs> that happens very rarely. Like, I haven't had that happen in a long time. Oh, wow. I mean, but it I've did just playing... come out when I played it, so I was... Yeah, I mean, it's a Bethesda game, and you didn't think you were going to fall to the ground once. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you get stuck in a mountain on a horse upside down. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> huh. 
Yeah, no, I, I've been playing it consistently since it came out. I got it for my birthday two years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, and um, I'm a huge Fallout fan. My wallet literally is the ball boy. <laughs> oh, nice. Nerd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a big nerd. I love Fallout. I've... Look, uh, all right, it's bragging a little bit, but you know what? After, I think I earned the right to brag that on this. You I earned have, it. I did. I have all the achievements and Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, and most of the ones in 76. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's impressive. One year, you know how Xbox used to do the, like, year-ended reviews? Oh, yeah. Um, one year it said that I had spent that year 736 hours playing Fallout 4. Oh my gosh. gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Um, when you're a freelance writer and you don't have to go to work, sometimes (laughs) you just play a lot of video games. Yeah, that's a month of hours. That's a month. Wow. That (laughs) is converted. 736 hours is 30 days. Well, it's actually 30.666. Metal. (laughs) Metal. Yes. Uh, Yeah. That's what I did with my life one year. (laughs) Wow. That is so fun. It was fun. And you know what? Um, I write um, under... I write better when I'm stressed and know that I don't have a lot of time left. So oh, I, really? I always procrastinate. I, I write that. things like right before the deadline. I know. Wow. That. <laughs> Unless That's it requires like a lot of research. Because, you know, if I'm doing reviews, all I have to do is watch the movie. So I'll like watch the movie the day before it's due and then write it real quick. But not oh. super quick, you know, like enough time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the day before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, so um, I guess I've been munching on those bananas, and I've been uh, making a lot of, like, casserole things, because Mm -hmm. it's me and my boyfriend and his brother living here, so I feel like I have to feed two grown men and myself, (laughs) (laughs) because I do. I want casseroles now. Uh, yeah, I made like I've been making a lot of shepherd's pie. I'm like really Get into back shepherd's in the kitchen, right Anna. Now. Mm. <laughs> 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 and then I've made like several tuna casseroles. Ooh, yeah. I, like I wish that I was able to try that once in my life because <laughs> it so sounds really good. Hey, um, I've never had tuna casserole, but I used to love fish. Like I would have tuna every day and salmon. Like when I really good for you. Yeah, yeah, they they were so good, but I'd never had tuna casserole. So let me tell you my. Do you want to hear my tuna casserole recipe? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So. Okay, so you get boxed macaroni of any brand doesn't matter you're going to add a lot of stuff to it so it's not just going to be you know the powdered cheese shit yeah so you cook those as you normally would mm-hmm. and then you mix um like half a block of shredded um sharp cheddar in there with mm-hmm. the Holy. yeah with actually <laughs> with with the powdered cheese 
Um, oh my god! <laughs> you mix that and you put it into like a nine by seven. I don't know. Not That's too big? big. That's too big. No, I'm thinking of like the baking pans, like oh. four by eleven, five by eleven. Morgan, help oh, me out. Nine by twelve. Maybe I don't know. I can't think seven of seven by eleven. Look, just whatever size baking dish you have <laughs> that you would make a sheet cake in, use that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that sounds correct. Yeah. So put the mac and cheese in there. And then you put a um, can of Campbell's uh, cream of mushroom soup. Mm. And then a, you fi- a finely chopped onion. Ooh. And then um, green peas. Mm. Oh my gosh, this sounds so good. (laughs) That carb-heavy meal. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, And then two cans of tuna. Two cans? Two cans. Two cans, fam. You can't eat two cans. (laughs) You sure can if it's a whole casserole. (laughs) No, I meant two can, like the, the bird. (laughs) (laughs) all right morgan sorry i'll shut up (laughs) and then you mix all all that in together right Mm -hmm. and then you put a layer of uh more shredded um sharp cheddar on top and then those french's fried onions that you put on top of like green bean casserole oh Oh. you put that on top and then you bake it at 400 for 20 minutes Anna. Oh my god. It's, it sounds so good, but I'm so worried about your arteries. That's <laughs> <laughs> Um what you need to know about is arteries. that you should really be more worried about Mark and Derek's arteries because I <laughs> I always only eat like one corner of it. <laughs> they and then the they thing? eat all the rest. Oh my god. Wow. Not in one sitting. <laughs> Calm down. Like over time, I could. Leftovers. I feel like I could devour that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds so good! Wow. Yeah. You. Um. Yeah. I at some point I just started like you know thinking what are some staples that you have around the house that you could just throw together a lot really mm-hmm. easily. Oh, I Andrew and I have this fun game. Um, when we don't know what to eat and we're not super hungry, but we know we will get hungry. We have this game. We started it during quarantine. It's called, uh, the pantry raid. So we pick, (laughs) (laughs) we pick one item out of the pantry and well, I make him go into another room. I pick one item out of the pantry and I hide it. And then he goes in and picks one item out of the pantry. And then we present each other our pantry item and we have to come up with a dish. Ooh, what? That's a good idea. That sounds so cool. I yeah, but... love you guys. You always <laughs> come up with such fun stuff. Like, tell them about your fun game that you play with Waldo. Oh my god, yeah. So, I think it started before quarantine with Waldo. It definitely um, started before. Oh. Yeah. So, we have this little, you know, where's Waldo? Yeah. yeah. So, we have a little figurine of Waldo. I don't even know where I got it. I've had it for years. Um, so we have this Waldo guy and we hide it from each other and <laughs> we have to take a picture of it when we find it. And then it's your turn to hide it. Aww. So 
we've been doing it for months and it's funny to look back at all the pictures of where <laughs> Waldo has been. That is so cute. Awesome. That is amazing. Yeah, we do a lot of games. Like we have date nights too where uh we have um themed date nights, like home date nights. Oh my so gosh. we um, pick out a meal that goes along with a movie, but we have uh, themes. So there's oh. Curry Curry Night, and it's Tim Curry movies with a type oh, of. No, <laughs> no way! <laughs> and then we have Spaghetti Western, which I mean, it's just. Oh, <laughs> oh we have so much. We're making a book on it. So don't steal our idea. Copy. No, I was going to say you should write a book or like make a YouTube channel because that sounds amazing. We have a Google Doc started on all of this. So and a part <laughs> oh of a God. book. Started. That's awesome. I'd buy your book. Hey, don't try to talk her into making a YouTube channel. Her side time is already devoted to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need her. <laughs> okay, you can make it work. <laughs> One video a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you guys been consuming and oh, watching? Hold on. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, um, I was going to tell them about the theme tonight that Mark and I did with Boardwalk Empire. Oh, fuck yeah. Ooh. That was cool. Yeah. So we, um, we were marathoning Boardwalk Empire towards the start of quarantine. Maybe it was a couple months in. And, um, I remember during one up, like when we watched the first, this is for the second season, because we watched the first season together, like separately before that. Um, and I noticed in the first season that one of the things that they were drinking to celebrate was called a Pim's Cup. <gasps> oh, I love Pim's Cup. Yeah, so good. So I made, because those were big in the 20s, I made Pim's Cups for us to drink. And then I also made steaks cooked in like a cast iron skillet the way you would in the 20s oh. and twice baked potatoes because those were really popular at the time nice oh. it was all 20s themed meal oh that's awesome that that's is awesome. so cool wow i didn't know pim's cups were from the 20s that's wild yeah. they are those are well great. you know there's all those hip speakeasies bars now that have brought back a lot of old cocktails oh that's true yeah yeah Wow. Those things are cool. A little speakeasy where you have to like pull a book and it opens a door. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, have them around I, Richmond. I dated a guy for a while who kept trying to bring me to one of those bars, but every time we would try to go, it was closed. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you just oh, weren't cool no. enough to get in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. He wasn't. You were. They were like, uh. <laughs> I mean, they probably did know him. He worked at the restaurant next door. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. We went to. So, yeah, what are you guys up to? What have you been watching and eating and stuff? Oh. Uh, Watching Walking Dead. Yeah, we finally started Walking Dead. It's been on our list for a while. I don't know why we didn't. Just started? Mark and I are on like our third rewatch right now. I know. We're (laughs) behind. It's kind of sort of embarrassing but not really i think it's my guilty pleasure now but we have been watching survivor oh my gosh my favorite show (laughs) i every every time we say it to someone they're always like "Ooh, i know (laughs) bad choice (laughs) they're like cutthroat yeah Yeah. 
I remember it's... watching the first season when it aired back in like 2000. Yeah, they really? just like hit everybody against yeah. each other, and then they yeah. it's like all this drama. I would like cut myself off the island just to get away from them. Totally, <laughs> yeah, especially that the first season had that guy who was always naked. Yeah, Bro, yeah. <laughs> yes, fuck that just, guy. He just died, right? Yeah, he did, didn't he? He did die. I think. Really? I think, I think he died of COVID complications. Yeah. What? No way. I didn't know that. No right? What's his name? No Richard Hatch, way. I think. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I swear to God. Sure he died. Somebody did. I don't think he's dead. No, he's no? not dead. <laughs> oh my God. I got so scared for a second. I thought he was dead for sure. No, no he is no, uh, he, uh, he did. He did he, have to uh, pay. Um, what do you call it? Like back taxes because he never paid taxes on his reward when he won. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, he's not my favorite, but I was like, wait, what? He died. Fifty-one there... months in prison for one count of tax evasion. Wow. Yeah, yeah he's still alive. Your taxes, kids. <laughs> Rapists get less time in jail, which is so stupid. They care more yeah. about money than women. Exactly. <laughs> That's a whole other episode. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it was. It sorry, it was another guy. Um. Oh man, it's trying to make me pay a fucking ad. No. Is it uh, um Cliff Robinson? Who? Cliff Robinson, I think. Um. <laughs> it's. It keeps popping up a stupid ad. Um, oh. So I can't see his name. Oh, yes, yes. I didn't know it was from um, COVID complications. Oh. Kagayan? Oh, wow. Yes, I remember him. That's so sad. I just saw where you guys tagged us in Instagram, and you guys look so cute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was... So nervous before filming or recording. I don't know why. why. <laughs> They're so chill. They're so yeah, it is. It is really yeah, chill. Yeah, it's super it, chill like... when you're the guest because we don't make you do any research or anything. Yeah. No, yeah. Research. <laughs> no late nights watching horror movies by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Murder documentaries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like oh, last night, okay. I was like researching by myself in the dark, and I was like, I need to turn on a light. <laughs> <laughs> for Ed Dean. Uh, yes. Our significant others will uh, watch movies with us most of the time, though. Oh, that's good. Like, oh, they, well, Mark didn't watch this one with me because I didn't live with him at the time for one. And uh, it, yeah, it was like at the height of COVID at oh, the time oh. we lived like an hour and uh, a half apart. So I hadn't oh, seen wow. him in like a month. It sucked. Oh, oh wow. Uh, but no, uh, did did uh what's his oh, I'm sorry did Andrew watch um see, there's a secret in my soup with you yes he did. yeah that's right see Andrew has suffered through some of the worst episodes he with has <laughs> I want to see all those movies you've done he usually you can he find most them. of them in conventional ways secret in my soup you'll have to dig for if you catch yeah my is that the Hello Kitty one yes, yes. it is I hey like. When I first came across your podcast, I actually went and did some research and I told Jared about it. And it was so dark and depressing. We were just like, whoa. 
I don't know how you discuss that. <laughs> um, so well, if you can tell, we keep a large dose of humor in it so that we yes. don't super depressed. A large <laughs> dose of dark humor. A healthy dose of yeah. humor. Yeah. Dark humor. <laughs> yes. How we get through the show. <laughs> I think um, anybody that likes horror or, um, you know, crimes, or, you have to keep a level of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or you will become the monster yourself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like so, some of our episodes were like peeing her pants, but I mean, it's really dark. <laughs> some, some episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I. Morgan, what would you say is probably our most lighthearted crime that we've done? Because they're all pretty awful. (laughs) I mean, lighthearted as in, like, how funny we were. (laughs) No, I kind of just mean, like, what's the least bad crime? I don't know. They're all bad because a lot of people lost their lives. I know. You know what Um, I think? Honestly, like, not in tone, but as far as people who got hurt uh, weirdly i think the rottenberg cannibal is kind of the mildest yeah oh. i think so too because it was you know kind of consensual kind of um <laughs> i mean yeah i think that was the most tame because he like he won it i don't know it was a fetish thing that turned yeah, bad. Like he wanted to, like he ate part of his own penis with the guy. Yeah, and then oh, yeah. he told him to cut it off. Oh wow, that's still pretty. That's still such a dark story. Scary. Yeah, it's super dark. Yeah, but as I think far- that's the tamest of like all that's of- the tamest. Of all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, wow. The cannibal episode is the tamest we have. Wow. <laughs> and I got news. Because future episodes are going to be just as dark. I'm We've, so excited. Uh, in fact, uh, do I guess this is where we talk about the next episode. So next episode's going to be Scream versus the Gainesville Ripper. Yes. That sounds interesting. Oh, my gosh. Ew. That's going to be a crazy one have no idea and also what's great about this is i've got fun backstories behind scream too so it's gonna be a good episode nice. and i have people that were from gainesville and how hey gina hey kyle <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh our guest is going to be first class horror which is an irish podcast Whoa! And I'm looking forward to hearing an Irishman speak to us for like two hours. <laughs> that yes. is so cool. Oh That's god, awesome. I, I can't do his accent. Tell me not to do his accent. Please don't do his accent. <laughs> oh god, I will. Please don't go into full so leprechaun. I know. I totally will. All oh, it's gonna be so bad. <laughs> wow, you two are so prepared with your episodes. For us, like. We'll pick a, a topic and like a day before we have to record, and then we'll just like record and <laughs> guesstimate. We have to be really prepared because Morgan's a nurse and we work around yeah. her schedule. Because mm, um, yeah. she's not as free will and Bob Dylan as I am. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so we work around her, so that's why we do two a month, and um, that gives us lots of time to prep and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. oh wow, that's awesome! Yeah, that's and great. oh, what's your guys's podcast? This is your time. Oh, <laughs> plug that podcast. Plug it. Plug it in. Plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are Toke Tales, a podcast where two tokers tell tales i'm sel and i'm jared and we are a husband and wife duo that discuss weird and bizarre topics on the internet and we just get really stoned every episode i also make a cocktail every episode and i link it in my instagram story nice did you have one this time yes yeah i made um cocktail it didn't turn out how I wanted. <laughs> it was supposed to be like really spiked sangria, but we didn't have orange juice. So I had to use um, mango juice. So I don't know why the combination of the vodka, the red wine, and the the mango juice kind of made it taste like a watery um, peach. What is it? Uh, uh, but, Ooh, I just said it before we started recording. Yeah. God damn it. It's like icy Bellini. Bellini, Bellini. a peach Bellini. Oh, Bellini. It kind of tastes I like, like a peach Bellini. Bellini. Though. <laughs> yeah, I love them. But this one was kind of accidental. It's like a, oh. yeah, because of the wine and stuff, it's like a, a little bit off. Bellini. <laughs> and it, oh, sorry. The other thing it has is grapefruit juice. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's what kind of makes it taste like peach for some reason. I don't know. Oh, uh, I couldn't have it then if it has grape juice in it. Grapefruit juice you in it. You can't have grapefruit juice? It interacts badly with my medications. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, yeah. Grapefruit juice is bad for a lot of people on different medications. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I have it. hypothyroidism and depression, so I'm on a lot of meds. <laughs> oh, is it like ele- uh, not electrolytes in it, but like the terpenes? No, it's a a CYP3A4 inhibitor. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> it blocks the working parts of some of the meds. Yeah, oh. like it um creates a bond um that inactivates the enzyme of certain medications yeah, or so it, it, it enhances like less potent or not potent enough like it enhances it in painkillers mm-hmm. i yeah. know this because wow. uh, a family member who uh was at the methadone clinic had uh a real love for grapefruit juice oh yes. wow yeah. i had no idea Yeah, it's the metabolic enzyme. So, like, either makes them not strong enough, too strong. Yeah. So, this, yeah, this sounds like. But if you're on, like, cholesterol meds, it totally fucks your world up if you drink grapefruit juice. So, with, uh, oh my God, it's, uh, it's one that makes you bleed. (sighs) Oh. Coumadin? I think it's Coumadin. You would bleed. Warfarin, yeah. There It'll we go. Just oh. everywhere. This, this sounds so familiar. I, I, I feel like I read this today about warfarin. This oh, is really? Very odd. But my job at at uh, work, I actually am the audio tech, and I 
sit behind the screen and the computer and record professional narrators read books. Oh, that's cool. Oh, nice. We're doing a lot of medical textbooks right now. (laughs) Oh, really? One of the books I'm reading is uh, about rare disorders. That's neat. I I remember, yeah, we we talked about warfarin a bit, but I can't remember what the disorder was, but it uh, reacted to the medications in some way. Some I can't remember, but just sounded really familiar. I wonder if it's um, like an aggregate of like red blood cells, like a clotting disorder. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Most likely. That book is yeah. just wild. Some of these disorders are just crazy. It's like we read about one that only had like 100 reported cases ever. Jeez. I, that just, sucks. Man. <laughs> Whatever it is, I don't know what it is, but that sucks. I mean, it would be yeah. cool if you, you could see and taste colors or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that that's a rare disorder that some people have. You, like, taste oh, colors. What's it called? Yeah. Synesthesia? <laughs> yeah. Some, I think that's it. It yeah. is synesthesia. Yeah. Like, that that's one crazy. would be cool, but, like, mm-hmm. being Elephant Man would not. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, oh, being sucks. Elephant Man would be pretty terrible. But Elephant yeah. Man with synesthesia. Oh, that's a part. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Well, gang, um, I think it might be time to pack it up just because we're clocking in at three hours making this the longest episode. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. So much fun. It's going to be under three after I do some editing, but, yeah, yeah, we should probably wrap it up. Oh, no. We're we're starting to turn into Lord of the Rings over here. (laughs) Sorry, we're chatterboxes. Oh, it's good. All of our episodes are over two hours pretty much at this point. Wow. Ours are so short. It's like an hour max. (laughs) I know. I've listened to a couple where it's like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's breezy. Like, you guys are great to listen to when I'm in the shower. Oh, thank you. Welcome. (laughs) Yours are good when I want to get really dark. Just me doing chores. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm driving to my job. Just like, so dark. (laughs) So dark. They found his head in a burlap sap. <laughs> found her head. <laughs> Campbell's soup in the skull. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank you guys so much for having us. This has been thank so fun. Yeah, yes, blast. Yeah. Thank you for coming on and being our pals. Oh. Yeah, you know, you always have friends in Canada. Yeah. If you ever want to visit. You're our second Canadian on the pod. Our Yay. friend Keith McNally is also um, from that area. Nice. Oh, from Winnipeg area? I don't know if he's in... I don't think he's no. in Winnipeg. He's um, out of Toronto. Oh. oh, that's where Jared's from. It wasn't... Yeah, it was. He is outside of Toronto. That's correct. Yeah. I knew he was Ashla? on the East Coast. He's either in Toronto or right outside of Toronto. I think his... Oh. Where he's living is outside of Toronto. Okay. Yeah, he's always in the woods. His Instagram yeah. is just walking through the woods yeah he's definitely in the woods a lot so i don't think he's in the city of toronto if he's in the The gta yeah he's great though go listen to the how to write a novel podcast yeah okay we definitely will 
But Canadians are the best people. I love you guys. You're our second highest demographic, Canadians. Yeah, and maybe yeah. one day I'll move to Canada if you would let me move there. Canada's I already great. don't yeah, live too over. far. I'm only about two hours from the border. Oh, I used yeah. to live much closer. Yeah. I used to only live like 30 minutes from oh. um, Kingston. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, yeah I definitely. I live, I live in New York State. <laughs> I should after COVID, obviously. Yeah, yeah. we literally yeah. can't enter the country. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's so many restrictions. It's wild. Yeah. Wow. Well, when things are safe, we'll have a get together. We'll show you around the murder capital of Canada. Hell and, yeah. Uh, drink pimps cups. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gang. Yeah. We will see you next episode some time during december maybe after christmas <laughs> nice <laughs> and we'll include your guys's uh podcast on our instagram and the facebook oh, give you awesome. the link, link morgan you're gonna have to do the facebook i left again i got real pissed off one day <laughs> okay <laughs> i'll do the facebook link if you could message me that on the chat yeah i can i can i, I can do that okay. awesome. all right guys Nice. Hey, thank you so much. Bye. Bye. See ya. Au revoir.